This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say... I am Emperor! You're listening to the Emperor and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids. We're going Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. Jumping Jean Jean and Moody James Dean. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the Cuyahoga, live from the war room here in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is the Emperor's Court here on AlphaGeekRadio.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Lulu. Hey, y'all. By Hawkeye. Yes, sir. And special guest host returning. It's been... A year. Wow, two years? Well, keep in mind, we were gone for a year and a half, and we've been on the air for six months, so, but yeah, two, years, two years. Since Baron Von Gosu was here last... Howdy, all. First time I didn't begin a show by burping. There, I thought about it. I thought about it. But we, I decided, we you know appreciate what? the restraint. We've, we've, we've I guarantee on. you there are a number of people saying, wait, wait. Where is Baron, it? Baron, he didn't. There's no belch. I guarantee you I will get an email about it somewhere about something. On my show, I get bitched at if I don't wear my hat. Well, if I don't wear a hat, you, they bitch. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not the real Baron. You're an imposter. So Baron Von Ghost are doing very well with his own show, Ghost in the Podcast, which airs on Sunday nights right before this show from 5 to 7 over on Rivalcast Media. Yep. And we so, air it on Twitch. Right. So it's a video show, correct? Yes. All right. Uh, do you still do an audio show? Do they give you a podcast? Or? We uh, we just take the audio and rip it from the video. So that way you can get But the, there, is a vi- there is an audio podcast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You can get that on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, as well as RivalCastMedia.com. Okay. Did you know there are websites now that will actually pull podcasts from all sorts of different websites? I've, ones I've never yes. even heard of. Mm-hmm. And our shows have actually been reviewed on these sites, and they're rather positive. So sure. I'm kind of like proud of that. But I had no idea those so many different sites would do that shit. It's very cool. I like well, it. Well, it's free content, and most of the people want the exposure, so it's not like they're going to... Um, I, I think it's geek, not Greek. I wasn't Shut even aware you. of it, though. That's the funny part. Like I had no idea these, these many people were shilling my shit. Actually, I until it. I talked to Nomewise back when we came back on the show, I didn't know either that such a thing existed. When he started telling me, like, this show is now on Google Play and Spotify and Rokobox and iTunes and Amazon, mm-hmm. and actually it's supposed to pull up here exactly these are all the different things you can get our show live on twitch and html xbox one what the hell really it's the show currently going on i'm surprised this actually plays so we'll go ahead and stop them amazon fire so free publicity for them i guess yeah <laughs> I, mean, well, they, I don't think it's streamed across the thing though 
Uh, you can get us on all the consoles, and then you've got TuneIn. I mean, these are all shit that I've never heard of. Sonos. I mean, I know. I think it's Uber watches this on or listens to this on Roku. I don't know why. It's just audio, but. And Paleo Alien, Master yeah. does that a lot too. Mm-hmm. I don't, Paleo Master does that a lot too. I, I don't know. He's but, a friend of uh, Umamore's. Oh yeah, he's probably he, the him? one that was down here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when she was up she here, she left him in the car for an hour. Yeah, she left him. Yeah. I'm like, you can invite him into the house. <laughs> no, he's good. He's fine. I'm like, you really? left the car with him into my house. <laughs> she left him in the car for a solid hour. Right, I don't, like, Why? I don't know. But she was. In, he's a he's a perfectly great guy. I mean, he's, I'm not saying it wasn't. He's designed logos and shit for us. I got no complaints with him. It was kind of odd. I mean, because he just sat in a car for an hour while she was in Weird. here talking to us. I'm like, all right, Uma more for shame. I, maybe he's scarred and ugly. Maybe he's a gnome. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't want to ask. I'm like some weird troll dwarf well, guy's th- in my car. I think she was just anticipating, you know, being here for like 15 minutes or so. Uma more never anticipates being anywhere from 15 minutes. She she's, drove up here from Minnesota. She's gonna. Well, yeah, but she's here from Minnesota. I would assume she's going to visit for a while. She did. Yeah. She brought yeah. me root beer. She brought she me, me four wine. kinds of root beer. She brought me wine. Did she? Yeah. Which what I can no longer drink. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you get cirrhosis. I don't have fucking cirrhosis. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. What is the excuse for supposed to be giving? A, you don't have cirrhosis? Underachiever. I have a hiatal hernia and right. multiple ulcers. Wink! That's what the cool kids call cirrhosis these days. <laughs> Your liver is just trying to slide out as quickly as possible. That's the problem. It's trying to go through your throat, and that's why it hurts. Get me out of here. So, Lulu, how was your week? I miss this. This no, whole back no, and forth. Don't. No, you don't. I'm just waiting for her to like, haul off and deck you. I'm now, we're 20 minutes late getting on the, waiting on the air because she just had to answer the phone, and that's how I know. <laughs> and I made the comment yesterday because the same thing happened yesterday. She's getting phone calls now on her house phone, which <laughs> we only have for emergencies for the kids if they get in trouble to call 911 because they don't have their own cell phones. I answered a Gallup poll once yeah. and because Miriam or Mim handed me the phone and went, here, you do it. But they and, call and for you by name now. Yes, because you had to give them your name the first time. I wouldn't have. I would have, <laughs> have to. You could Do you know how many up. polls I've taken <laughs> with an Indian a, accent? I'm just... I borrowed my friend's name, Rajiv. I'm like, oh, my name is Rajiv. And then I, I do the entire... Should have well, gone with John. Much this, more believable. The one Hello, that was... John. The one that was uh, just on... I, I finally got tired of listening to him. He's it went on for be... 20 minutes. I thought it was and he so... wasn't done. He wasn't done. Well, last night they called and they asked you one question. Yeah. It was like, do you vote? Yes, I vote. And then, okay. And then they hung up. Right. But this one was right. just, God, forever. I heard them and mention it, Strickland. Yeah, they Is were Is he t- running for governor again? Uh, Senate. <laughs> okay. Why not? Because well, Sherrod Brown's one of the favorites to become Hillary's running partner if, if she makes it this far. Really? Yeah. They had it in the plane dealer. Sherrod Brown? Yep. Wow, I'm talking about opening up a guy who's got skeletons in his closet. And then again, I mean, you're talking about somebody murdered people and lied See, about it. See, there you go. She's like, she has her own version of how to get away with murder. Look, he's much show. less, you know, he's not near as bad as I am. Well, he's, he's got a point. <laughs> could be worse. It could be him. Now, a lot has changed since we were on the air about a week and a half ago now. Trump is now the pretty much the nominee for the Republican Party, having won Indiana. Cruz has dropped out. Kasich dropped out about an hour and a half ago. What do we all think of that? Expected. Uh, yeah. Uh, did anybody expect when this started that well, we'd be saying I, Donald Trump is the Republican candidate for president? He's not, not going to beat out Hillary, though. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen. I, you know what, Hawkeye, I, I, I would have never expected him to get this far. I thought the only reason he joined up was one for the publicity, and two to make a point about how bad the politics in the country is. It's not even. I don't about, think even he expected to win. 
Yeah, but I don't even think it's about like popular vote. Um, he's not. He doesn't have a political background, so he's not going to get back. I mean, the person with the political background is going to be the one who gets backed. Not by. I'm not talking about popular vote. Ronald Reagan was an actor. Didn't have a, you know, a background. Yeah, yeah but how long ago was that compared to now? Yeah, that means I mean, you're talking 80s, like what 80s. 30, 40, 30 years worth of bullshit since he's been in office. All the more reason. Look, look what are the two he most biggest? What are the two biggest? Okay, but not for very long. And he certainly didn't come up in that, you know, like. So what? Obama was in the Senate for two years, and look at how far he got. Right, but he was involved oh, in Chicago politics for years. I didn't say he did a great right. job. I just said, look at how far <laughs> he got. Yeah. But again, why did he get as far as he did? Because people were tired of the status quo. They're tired of the bullshit. Okay. But I'm arguing that I don't think that people we have as much power as you think at the end of oh, the day. No, we know we don't. Well, I, yeah, I mean, if that has been, <laughs> if nothing been else, proven. highlighted by this election cycle alone. If you think about it, because Hillary Clinton, right. Doesn't really need the primaries to win because she's got all of her super. The delegates. powers that be are going to select the person with the political background that they have, and she is in the pocket of the people that matter. Which and is on why average, twenty-five to thirty percent of people actually vote anyway. So it's right. you're not getting the majority opinion anyway. But the thing of it is, that's why Trump is such a weird phenom because here's you here you got a guy who's getting no money from the established uh, uh, political order. He is hated by the elites of the Republican National Committee. And the people that are voting for him, by and large, and they've done the polls, and it, it, you know, a lot of people are gnashing their teeth to having to admit it, but the people that are voting for this guy are people who don't vote, people who usually vote Democrat, people who, you know, a lot of minorities are voting him. Nobody thought that was going to happen because, the, you know, the match with the marching orders in the media has been, you know, everybody hates him, Muslims hate him, Hispanics hate him, blacks hate him. Is he as popular as a Democratic candidate? No. He's far getting far more votes than any Republican has. Like 25, 30%. That's a shitload. Women are voting for him in overwhelming numbers, which is really weird considering, again, what have we all heard? He's a misogynist. He's a pig. People hate him. Yeah. I will tell you this. I don't um, I don't like either one of them. This is my opinion. I'm not a fan. Uh, however, I think that Trump is less dangerous than Hillary. And the reason I say that is because, well, not just the fact that she's a fucking criminal, but because of the fact that she, <laughs> she she's is. in the she's pockets of the same people, Goldman Sachs, like the same exact people that caused the 2008 recession. Right. Sure. Debilitated the country. She's in the pockets of those fucking people. Yeah. It's, and to me, and people were trying to make the comparison and say, well, Trump owes people, the banks money. Everybody owes the bank money. The banks owe his company does. Yeah, yeah, they're paying her capital. money for speaking fees. It's a totally different right. thing. Right, it's a completely different scenario. Versus uh, that scares me. And he just decided to run for president. What six months ago? Eight months ago? Not even a year. Hillary Clinton has been building up for this because she's already ran for president once. She was the presumptive nominee for the Democrats once Obama won because nobody else is going to run. Who else are they going to put up there? John, they had four people, the the party of diversity, four old, rich, white people. All right. Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was kind of funny. And the Republicans, I mean, they had what? A woman, two Cubans, a uh, Hispanic, an Indian. A black doctor. A black, uh, which yeah. nobody ben Carson. respected. Who? His own community didn't respect him. Which, ben Carson. Which one? Oh, Ben Carson. That guy got well, yeah. shit from, sure. from all sorts of, of different groups. It was amazing. Because he was a sellout. He was a race, what do they call him, a race trader? Yes. Yeah. They called him this a guy's a freaking brain surgeon. I love Jay Farrow. A Farrow's brain surgeon. SNL. I thought it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. The way he played him was so funny to me. 
what you guys think? I don't know if you guys caught this, that uh, at least for, it was rumored and then it was reported as news that Will Ferrell was going to do a Ronald Reagan movie. I heard about that. I what? Read about that. Why wouldn't he do a Bush movie? That was his more they were gonna popular. Do one, they were going to do one, and it was the, the premise behind, if I remember right, was uh, his last couple years in office, he started having Alzheimer's. Right. Well, that's so been the rumor. And that was going to be what the story allegedly was about. And then when Will Ferrell, I supposedly heard about that, he's like, there's no way we can spin this and be funny and not be... You know, play D bags about it. And he Only after that's he started getting that's hammered on social media, the Reagan family came after him. People who normally don't care because, I mean, this is a litigious and, and very uptight, politically correct society. In this case, nothing kind of wins. You can make fun of one of the greater presidents in the last forty years because he allegedly had Alzheimer's while he was in the Oval no. They're office. going to make fun of him because he's the last successful Republican president that people always point to as the being the. The Godfather of what Republicans or restarted be like. the, the modern conservative so, movement. Yeah, they're, they're going after the fact that he's a symbol, not because of what not, he not is. who he is or what he is. Right. I don't know. I, I this is just my opinion. I think comedy is a beautiful thing, and to me, I think it's bullshit how upset people get about things. To me, I I feel like you can joke about anything. I think that's the point of comedy, but it's it's never going to happen I think Tosh the way people react. made that same point he made a, a crack about I forget this was in his 2010 special where he was like you know my best friend he was making fun of black people he's like oh. my best friend my best friend is Hispanic and that is he's, Cuban or, or Cuban, Cuban something like that he's like yeah he said this is how I know that my job's still pure because I can make that comment and get away with it he was just making you know you know racial jokes or whatever the you know where the case was. Well, Julia Dreyfus did. Uh, I don't know if you watched it recently. She was on SNL and she did a uh, piece. You know they do those like sometimes <laughs> they'll do that. They so she did one of those <laughs> drug commercials as a parody off. Like right now, heroin overdoses are up like two hundred and sixty five percent. It's a huge thing. Right. And she did a parody. It was fucking hilarious because what's happening is these drug companies they're completely ignorant to what's going on and they're selling people over the counter things that are getting them addicted to heroin. And it was genius. It was a genius parody in the little bit that they did, and people are flipping out over it. And the whole thing is she's like, we're drawing attention to what's going on. Right, That's with the point. comedy. With That's... comedy. We're not saying that we promote it, but this is what they're making the drug companies look ignorant because they are, and people just lost their shit. I don't know that it's ignorance. I think that I don't, I don't know if it's willful ignorance. And I believe oh. there is something to be said for you know personal... A responsibility. I, you know, it's no secret that on this show I take painkillers in my hands. Now, granted, I would have to chug the entire bottle and then half a bottle of liquor to get anything out of it. And we all know you can't drink. Can't drink, and I wouldn't want to anyways. I mean, but you know, I, I've taken them. I've taken them for a few years now. I, I usually go on and off every month. Some, I, you know, one month I have them, then I deliberately take the next month off just to avoid that. And my doctors laughed at me and said, "Look." You are on such a small dose of this stuff. You'd have to be taking five, six doses a day just to, you know, at your tolerance, just to get, you know, something out of it. And that's if you can get over the nausea, which I can't. And I actually take a nausea medicine for it. It's, it's awful. That's why I understand how these people can get hooked on, what is it, opioids. Because that's what heroin is. I don't understand. Without vomiting their guts out. Well, all they do is make me sleepy. How am I supposed well, to get yeah, well, home? And here's the thing, but you're touching on a good point there. The human body is different per person. I can take a okay. non-drowsy, over-the-counter uh, allergy medicine, and I, it will knock me out. And it says, You've always it, said that it says in the instructions, there's a certain percentage of people, even taking non-drowsy medication, their body can't handle it. Well, and it knocks me the fuck out. So I'm well, going to bet, on average, maybe it takes five or six of the time the dose. But not everybody necessarily needs well, that. And if I'm sorry, no. one more thing, and then I'll let you go. And then people that are predisposed for having 
some kind of addiction issue are that much more likely to get addictive to a substance. I see it all the time. I work with it. I'm sorry. Well, Lee, yeah. No, 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 it was fine. All I was going to say was that, you know, you can't take anything without getting sleepy and, and the mm. stuff that's supposed to knock me out keeps me wired. The problem NyQuil is NyQuil keeps me up for three days straight. Oh, that stuff knocks me out like yep. no one's business. Time but out like yep. a light. to what Hawkeye's point is, there are so many people, though, that are getting hooked on this stuff. And I think it's because. You know, they're finding different ways to make it more powerful. Maybe they are taking with alcohol. Maybe they are doing something to make it to actually get something out of it. But, you know, that's why the FDA has really cracked down on this lately, and I've had to deal with it. You know, well, the big chunk, the big drug companies are getting some out of it. Money. I mean, that's what lots they're doing. Right? Sure. Absolutely. And lots Absolutely. of money. And, and then it's, we can't even, like, what, SNL can't make a, a parody about it, and, and people are going to lose their shit. It's like, you're on the wrong fucking side. They're trying well, to help you out. They're drawing in another audience of people. You're trying to embarrass Listen, these people that changing their policy through comedy. Whether you like it or not, this generation responds to comedy. And, and if that's, you're catching, you're catching a whole other spectrum of see, people that I you disagree. wouldn't get. I'd say the, the generation, her son's generation, her, her daughter's generation, Lulu's, they're the ones who are rejecting comedy. I mean, there's a reason why Chris Rock and Seinfeld and the rest will not do shows at colleges anymore because they're tired of getting screamed at, booed at, thrown stuff at. Look it up. Don't take my word for it. It's across the board. There's tons of people that, you know, very well known. Louis C.K., none of them will do college shows anymore because they say one off-color joke or one and joke that, that somebody takes the wrong way, yeah, and they're worse than Hitler. We're and talking that's about all Louis C.K. has. I think we're talking about two different things, kind of. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I'm not talking it's about those people that are ones humor. bitching. It doesn't have to be racist. It could be. Remember when they went up to Tosh because they made a rape joke, and they wanted him because he, he did it at the Laugh Factory in Los Angeles a couple years ago, and they wanted him tarred and feathered. They wanted him fired. They wanted him off of uh, Comedy Central because he he made some kind of off-color race joke or a rape joke. Oh, he's a misogynist. He's a victim uh, blamer and shit. Is shamer. that the one where he's talking about his sister getting raped? No, but that's why he made the comment because he was kind of like, and that's why he stops. I hope that, and he starts to say, I hope that woman, and then he stops, and he goes back. This is in the 2010 spell, so you can hear it. That's one of the reasons why he stopped himself, because Louis C.K. came out and backed him. Then they went after him. Two days later, said, look, you guys can stop coming after me, calling our parent company, trying to get you know us fired off of FX. All I said was a comedian should be able to go up there and say a joke. Clearly, he was not advocating for anybody to get raped. It was a joke. Yeah, Louis C.K. doesn't give a fuck. He did like a really edgy <laughs> pedophile joke at his I intro to Saturday Night Live. And it wasn't even oh, that long ago. About, yeah, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. even that long it, ago. It was, and it was fucking funny. And it wasn't even Louis that long C. ago. It caught everybody brilliant. off guard. It caught everybody off guard, but I, he I didn't like, like it, but... he didn't get chastised. I mean, he did a little bit, but he But he also a lot of people does not it. give a fuck. Yeah. Well, but... The, it used to be back in the day, comedians can get away with doing that, and they wouldn't get shit. Now they they all do. Well, and you can see videos of it all over YouTube, and all these guys getting heckled. It's not just comedians; it's, you can't say anything anymore. It's, well, yeah, I'll agree with that. Which is why well, full I enjoy, circle right back to Trump. I mean, that's right. where he's getting support. Sure, right. because he and again to what you said earlier, he's not owned by anyone. He's funding him like like him or hate him. He's doing it the right way. He's funding himself, and because he's got the media eating out of his hand, he hasn't spent shit. I think they said total. He spent around $30 million for this entire campaign. Bush spent $150 million and bounced. You know what the number one difference between Trump and literally everybody else on the planet is? If they do something stupid... <laughs> <laughs> They do something stupid. They're apologizing with their tail between he their legs does next not day. Give if a he fuck. does something stupid, not only will he do another thing, he'll continue to back the previous thing. Like he'll when that yeah, yeah. woman reporter got hit, he was like, "Listen, man, she was 
up in his shit. And so we had every right. Like, he won't back down. Well, ever. and they ended up being right because of Secret Service, and that's why they ended up not prosecuting. And I know she quit, and Breitbart. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That was a huge thing. Secret Service came out and said, no, one of our guys grabbed her. She was not thrown to the ground, and she was grabbed because she broke the cordon to get in to see him after we told her, go away. We're not taking more questions. The event is over. She went through anyways. So and that's why they didn't prosecute. There was no charges filed. and, and But you're right. It, but that wasn't the narrative. But he doesn't also, he also doesn't care about any of his skeletons. He doesn't have any in the closet. They're all right out there. He doesn't care. There's nothing that you can do or say that. There's stuff that comes up in the news now that would be like <laughs> front, like headlines in blaring lights if it was any mm. other candidate. But it's him and it just gets like. Five sidebar, yeah. Five he's, got the, he's like, got the other five spots above that yeah. already. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <It's> like, just... <laughs> well, part of it too is he has been a character of himself, and he's well aware of this by doing the Apprentice for so many years. I mean, he, the guy has been in the spotlight as a media celebrity of, of one kind or another. Uh, Biz has been be damned, yeah, for thirty years. That's why when you hear that he did something weird or ostentatious or out there, you're, you're like, just eh, like oh, whatever, it's a PR Trump. stunt or it's Trump. He's saying it for effect. He's Teflon because there's nothing that's going to be said about him that has or his wife took him to the cleaners. Two of them did twice and aired all their dirty laundry. What are you going to say about Trump now that we haven't already well, heard unless he's massacred a bunch of you know Mexican kids and dumped them somewhere in Utah? I, I can't think of it. And even then they're like, well, they should have built the wall. They wouldn't have gotten over here. <laughs> there's enough people that will excuse it and vote for him anyways. <laughs> By the way, what good's a, what good is a wall without a moat? Just throwing that out there. We had the Rio Grande. They didn't stop Have anybody. you seen the Rio Grande? It's no, not I very haven't. grand. I have. Okay, it's better than a moat. No, no, it's not. Moats have crocodiles and spikes. This one has Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> crocodiles would make that shit really awesome. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? That's what I'm talking about. No question. We have a black knight at the gate. Just goes back and forth on his horse. <laughs> Why does he have to be black, you racist? <laughs> Sorry, because well, he's, he's Because I said white knight, it's fucking Trump supporters. He's trying to to bring all. Oh, look at the white knight keeping the Hispanics out of Mexico. See, that's why. <laughs> that's exactly it. Oh, but most college classrooms will talk about how the black knight's doing it only because the white pushed them into the job to do it. <laughs> <laughs> black knights don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I've had a college class. No, I had a few. Not that bad, but I had a few. Black Knights Matter. What is it I that I guys. called you? I, I remember making fun of your college just recently, about a month ago. What was it that they canceled or stopped doing? I forget what it was. Oh, some kind of... Um, oh, it was... Somebody wrote... Somebody spray-painted... Okay. So at Ohio University, which is where I went, they have these different walls that are set up, and you can get permission from the university to put graffiti on there to advertise some kind of group or something going on on campus. So somebody went and got the rights for, for a night. You can usually do it for two or three nights, and then another group comes and does their thing, spray paints over it, and spray painted a pro-Trump uh, message that mm. just said Trump 2016. Oh, this was the and uh, chalkening. so many people were quote-unquote triggered, because that's the phrase we like to throw around now. <laughs> triggered. Triggered. That the fest that they were having that weekend that is sponsored by sororities and, and everybody else decided that they were going to go ahead and cancel their original plans for festivities right, that's and right. instead have and contribute to a bigger diversity uh, party on campus and, and diversity events. 
which I always find fucking hilarious because hypocrisy just drives me nuts. I love pointing it out, which is why people hate my Facebook feed because usually I'm pointing it at them. But what really pisses me off is I, I love the fact that we're going to go ahead and talk about how we need to be diverse and respect different opinions. But God but, forbid but somebody we, spray paint pro-Trump. Right. And I'm not saying I'm voting for the guy. I'm honestly like my guys are completely out of the race, so I really don't give two shits. But it's just hilarious to me that it's like, you know what, how, how can you respect that? But then claim you're triggered because somebody wrote somebody's name on a wall. It's not like, hey, for a good time, call Betty. Here's her phone number. Now, do you think that... <laughs> spew alert! Woo! Spew alert! <laughs> you better swallow that shit. For a good time, call Trump. He'll make you great again. Like, I just... I don't know. I just, you can help him build Trump a wall. 2016, and people are triggered by that. That's hilarious. But it, it was part of the chalking. This was happening all over college campuses. And it seemed like the more people made a big deal about it, about being triggered or upset, the more people went out and chalked on walls... And, you know, uh, steps and the ground and tile. And all these are just Trump. It's not like Trump's coming to get you. Trump's going <laughs> to goose stepping his way to the White House. No, it's just Trump. Get behind my wall. 2016. Yep. What? And it, his and very it, name strikes fear into the hearts of the left. Well, and everybody, apparently. Yeah, and well, so they, they went ahead and redid their entire weekend's worth of festivities to promote diversity by going ahead and shutting down a diverse opinion, which to me is just hilarious. <laughs> I, I just I can't get enough of that. I highly, highly recommend. I sent it to you. If you haven't watched it, there's a triumph. Um, the insult oh, triumph. oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. It was one of the funniest things what? I've seen. I mean, he just completely destroyed these kids. And oh, yeah. And was, I fucking love it because it's like the kids that are doing it to your point earlier. They have no fucking idea what they're talking about. All right, we'll, we'll explain first off with the videos because we cut you off and Lulu has no yeah, idea what we're talking about. I have no about. idea. So essentially, uh, Triumph, you're familiar with Triumph the Insult Dog. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he basically got a room full of college kids, kind of like the safe space type kids, right? They all, and, and but everything is a trigger word, right? Like <laughs> you, have to, you have to use the right words for everything and most people don't even know what they are and these are the kids that if you say the wrong one, they give you the stink face, right? They're like, uh, actually, <laughs> transvestite is now considered to be a slur. Bitch, I've been saying transvestite since I was fucking 15, and no one's ever had an issue with it until now. Right. All of a sudden, now it's a... You don't get to do that, but anyway. Because they hijack words. Yeah, they hijack <laughs> words is a great way of putting it. it and is. so the whole bit is just him with a mic, like, asking them questions and just trolling them, but just destroying them. And, I mean, it is fucking hysterical. Like, I mean, I can't even do it justice unless you watch it. No. And it's not it's not stage. These are yeah. He, he triggers them quite a few like times. And it's, it's so funny. Now, okay, for one, stop saying triggered because it's bullshit. It's hilarious. It's to a me. Bullshit I love the phrase. Com- You're a psychologist. I love the phrase. You know this is a bunch of bullshit. Which is why I think it's hilarious to use that. Now and you can actually like you can actually like follow the the physical reactions of triggeredness. So it's like their eyes start getting a little big and they start sweating a little bit and their teeth start gritting and then they start getting a little bit. because they and then they get that little frown on their face. They should be mad at this. Uh, it's like stuff. that episode of The Simpsons uh, when they're like showing Ralph's heart like exploding in his chest frame by frame. So That's kind of like the trigger for universe. me, I laugh, but then I honestly get really pissed off too because so I for my degree with psychology for like five years I worked with at risk kids. This is a day treatment center, I so you guys are in the same business. Yeah, mm-hmm. so if they if the district can't handle them, I mean this whole air, this whole school is literally just kids that the district can't handle in public school. So mm-hmm. yep. um, everyday restraints, right? So when I hear triggered, real triggered, I'm sitting in the room with a kid. Their dad used to, you know, beat them and then left or something. Somebody brings up having a good time with their dad and they flip out, throw the desk over and start swinging. That's triggered. That's, yeah. okay. that, that's why I laugh when kids use it because they have right. no idea what the right. fuck triggered yeah. Yeah. They're hijacking you know. something that has an actual psychological medical definition. And it's a right. serious and thing. all of us here have, have some mm-hmm. sort of experience with that. When I hear the word triggered, I'm thinking of a girl that I knew that put her hand through a plate glass window and was like bleeding out and we had to like make a tourniquet. Like it was a big deal. And then they're saying triggered because someone says transvestite. Vestite, and they're oh. that, that's that's insulting. 
No, you're not triggered, bitch. You're slightly irritated. You're yeah. offended. Now, having it's big said difference. that, big difference. Offended mm-hmm. is not triggered. We're all right. in the prof- we're all in the professional field. I think, uh, admitted if, if if this is true, have you not caught yourself in a conversation with somebody stopping and thinking through exactly how you're going to say something to avoid? Ins- no, everyone does it. Oh, now. Yeah. you have to oh, absolutely now on a daily basis. Yes, I mean there's I, a difference between being polite and being so well, afraid. I just got banned something- on Xbox Live, so I obviously don't do it every day. And we'll day. get to that <laughs> shit talker B. We'll get to that. <laughs> but it, it used to be there's a difference between trying to be polite. And trying to do, you know, be a professional in a work environment versus, I'm afraid of saying something that will get me fired, will destroy my livelihood, and prevent me from providing for my family. Because God forbid, I said, you know, something about you're not transsexual, you're a, you know, a fanny bandit. I don't know. And I, <laughs> fanny bandit. You know what an early wow. example of this was? Um, Rush Limbaugh when he went to ESPN. And yes, those are two. Ex- Extreme examples. You're right. When he, he went to ESPN, Donovan McNabb, all he said was, I think it was something to the effect of, well, he's getting treated this way because he's a black quarterback. He didn't. It was nothing racist. He was pointing no, out the fact said, that this is probably happening because he's a black quarterback, and he lost his job. Yeah. The the media, well, part of it is because of who he was. Right. Definitely. And I'm surprised factor. that ESPN, considering who they are, would let him on anyways. As big of an expert as he was in football, you're right. He said that the media was giving more of a pass, haha, <laughs> pun, to Donovan McDab, who was not playing very well at the time because they were very desirous that an African-American quarterback do well because it had been so long since they had one that had success. He wasn't wrong. That's the real thing. A couple of the newspaper editors came out and said, well, yeah, of course we're rooting for him to win because he's black. We want to see that. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem for calling it out either. But you're right because they had Chris Berman give this tears, you know, tear-jerking, literally tears coming down his face, apology on what is it? Whatever his show was the next day about how African Americans are important and 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 they can understand how many were traumatized. Bitch, no one gave, no one watched that show with Rush Limbaugh on it and came away any worse off than they were beforehand. My life has not been ruined because some asshole came up there and gave a speech that I didn't care for. I went and saw Bill Clinton at Tri C years ago. I hated the son of a bitch. I still love to see him because he was the president of the pouring ass rain. You know what? He said a lot of stuff I didn't like. I wasn't any worse off because of it. I I find it hilarious how quickly people are to play the lose your job card. I mean, that that's a big fucking deal to say, like, we're going to fire you. And people jump right to it. There's there's no in between anymore. It's. Yeah. I mean, what's his name from 92.3? Kylie. He yeah. was talking yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and granted, he said some stuff before that was borderline. And his comment was, you know, well, the Bills are hiring a female coach, and he's like, to me, I don't think they should do that because she doesn't have, she doesn't, she, she doesn't have the ability room, to lift that much weight. It. She yeah. can't do he, it. So she he also told a female reporter, Mary Kay Cabot, though, that she had no business covering. She's a bitch, the, anyways, covering football because and being in the locker room because she is a female. Well, like, the quote I, I, I heard because I heard an interview. The one I heard was she was on with him and they were having right. a conversation. And, and he said, "I think you're a great writer." Yes. However, that's exactly what he said. Voting for the Hall of Fame, I feel like it's more like it's an aggressive. It, like, okay, so look, my point is, is he wrong? Yes, I think he's wrong. I think that women absolutely should be able to vote for the Hall of Fame. I have no problem with it. However. I don't think that his opinion. What we can't fucking have an opinion now. It's not no, like he can't. said yeah. women are the scum of the earth. We should take away their voting rights. It's he didn't say anything that extreme. He just stated his opinion. Isn't that fucking what radio is? And which, he loses which his job. Is what his point. That was his point too. He goes, look, my, the point of talk radio is to have an opinion, and you can't do that anymore. Kurt Schiller right. just got He's fired right. from ESPN two weeks ago, and they took it a step further two nights ago. 
because they've had a, a 30 for 30 special about the Boston Red Sox in what, 2006? When yeah. that huge comeback against the, the Yankees, remember the bleeding sock game and all that that Schilling pitched? They edited out everything about Kurt Schilling in game six and the bloody sock, all of it. What? They edited him out of it because it, it was a replay. They've, they've had it for years. And he went off on a Twitter storm. He's like, it's bad enough you fire me for having an opinion about, you know, the I think it was the transgender bathroom thing that he was commenting on. It was. Yeah. He said, now you're going to go ahead and edit me out as if I it, it was removed from history, as if I never played? And so he starts taking a picture of his of his championship ring, his his American League championship ring, saying, "Hey, I got this ring. I you know I just kind of picked it off the ground for a game I was never at. If you'd like to buy it, you're more than welcome to." And he's just, I mean, pointing out, you're actually changing history. You're erasing history because you didn't like something I said. It's like the Confederate monuments. Now we're going to remove all the monuments and pretend it didn't happen. Uh, the quickest way to start repeating shit like that is to completely ignore what got us here in the first place. <clears throat> I mean, it, all, Kurt Schilling aside, ESPN is a joke now. I mean, I just it I has don't, been. I, I mean, they, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. But they're the biggest on the board yeah, uh, now. Yeah. Something needs to be said that they're losing an awful lot of personalities. Not that I mind the Skip Bayless is going. Fuck that guy. But <laughs> you know, look at <laughs> Bill. Uh, uh, well, they don't understand this. They don't understand sports, which is ironic because they're a sports network. I mean, what I'm saying is, I, I, I'm not saying their personality. They're to sports, what MTV is to music. Right? They, they might have been at one time. They're, they're not anymore. About. They I haven't been. I mean, I'll go time. to Bleacher Report or Pro yes. Sports Talk or Roto World. I won't go to ESPN because they'd have no. Fu- it's the same thing as going to NFL.com. It's com. It's yeah, it's the same thing as going yeah. to the the official site of like football or basketball. They have no fucking clue what they're talking about. That's a good comparison. The TMZ of sports. It is. Yeah, I like that. Think about it. It's all about gotcha. When was the last time you read anything at ESPN that really broke down a sport in depth, looked at it, and came away saying, God, that's a great point. I no. never thought of it that way. They're just personality-based. There's people on there that, that people follow, but they don't know. They're never on the cutting edge as far as the no. getting the headlines up. They never. Every time they fucking do them, they're so vanilla and generic. They don't understand the sport. I'll read them and be like, this literally makes no fucking sense. You have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, they're horrible. I mean, Stephen A. Smith shouldn't have a job. Skip Bayless should never have had a job. The fact that he found one after being let go from ESPN is stunning to me. Uh, I mean, um, what is it? Bill Simmons left, you know, a couple years ago. They got rid of him because they didn't like something he said. Or, that's right. He's going after Roger Goodell and the whole the Ray Rice thing. Yeah. I, I mean, they're getting rid of uh, all these different personalities. Either they're leaving, they're quitting, or they're being fired. And, I mean, I, 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 obviously this conversation is kind of going on a tangent, but it's all-encompassing. And what it does, ladies and gentlemen, you know, whether, and I understand I just pissed off for 18 to 25, you know, demographic, but. Are you all triggered? <laughs> you say that, you wait, because next week when this I'm goes up. Really get some emails. Well, some... If, if you want to see something funny as you're getting triggered, look look in a mirror and just pinpoint and actually watch the process work through your face. Periscope it. it trust me, it is hilarious. And yes, I'm just you do look that, that stupid. Both my kids. The fact that you'll listen. be able to stand up, walk to the mirror, and come back to your seat and not have broken anything or lost your mind just proves that you're not triggered. You know what? And I maybe they would disagree with me. I know more and I've had hurt the conversation. Themselves, hurt somebody because she's that age, yeah. and she agrees of a lot of this that at her generation and mine. Look, my generation is pretty shitty too. Not like this, but we're still pretty crappy. I, 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 my point is, ladies and gentlemen, is it's a very, very dark future. I look towards that. We're you know, I, I, I look down the tunnel. There you go. And I just don't. I truly believe that society is like a pendulum, and sometimes it goes from one side to the next. In the 60s, you know, we went all the way to the left. In the 80s, that's, you know, kind of came back because things got out of hand. 
in the 2000s or in the 90s, it went back to the left again. In the early and mid-2000s, it went back to the right. Now we're way the fuck off the reservation to the left. The problem is you got to keep that pendulum in the middle, and I don't think we are anymore. No. The, anything it hasn't goes, been for a while. Anything goes anymore. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is deviant. Nothing is, is illegal. Everything should be allowed. Everybody's a well, something. Yeah, unless it offends me. I mean, you, everything offends everybody now. You can't say shit. It's it's irritating. I'm sorry. I mean, there is my thing is, and I think you said it best. And I apologize. What, what was the name you go by on the radio? Baron. Baron. Uh, Baron said it best, I think. Um, and really, what it comes down to is hypocrisy. Uh, when, uh, what really highlighted it for me was watching that one with the, the white kid who had the dreads. Um, so he so he's coming out of class, and a black female approached him, told him that his dreads were offensive to her. Um, mm, and okay. then he, you know, he was like, "Well, look, you know, he his response was, listen." You know, the Egyptians started this. It wasn't African-Americans. You adopted it from them. Why can't I have it? That was his point. She would not let him pass. He literally tried two times to pass. She kept grabbing him aggressively. When I look at the articles the next day on CNN, they're all about, you know, should we be wearing dreads? Should white people have dreads? What is the cultural system? It was nothing about him being accosted. So if it's going to go the other way, I mean, God forbid, if it would have been the opposite way, racist prick, if it would have been the opposite way, that kid's future, people would be calling for him to be expelled. You know, I mean, it would have been over the moon. That's where I'm at. If I, if it's going to be, if you're going to do something, be consistent. That's where I get irritated. Well, they are consistent just on the other side of the argument. That's the problem. You know, go ahead. No, because it's, I don't think it's necessarily one aisle versus another because I know plenty oh, of people it is on the these, right. On and the I'm not right, talking necessarily who also do the pull. I'm not talking necessarily in too. Congress. The people I'm not in this either. country who who line up on the right or the left, absolutely, it's divided right down the middle, and that gulf is getting wider. And it's reasons like this. I, Texas today, the, the uh, uh, Texas State uh, Attorney General wrote a very nice letter to Target, demanding to know you can go ahead and keep your the the trans bathroom thing they've just done. But we want to know what precautions you're going to take to prevent, you know, women and children being accosted by men dressing up as women to get into the women's bathroom. And apparently it's happened several times in the last couple of weeks. Now, I, I don't know if how much of that is, you know, legitimate or somebody trying to prove a point. Whatever the case, absolutely. There are a lot of people who are finally starting to put their hands up saying, enough, enough. Identify as a woman. You know what? I'm a 20-year-old. I identify as a 30-year-old. Let me drink. We got people who are identifying with different races. We got white you, people out there saying, "Well, I identify as black," and they're spokesmen. Did you ever hear that song? And I can't remember the guy's name, but it's it's called "Make the Bullies Go Away." Uh-uh. And it, oh my god, is fucking hilarious. It's by a comedian, and it's all about this thing. And it's all started about this woman, uh, this girl who um, self-identifies as a wolf, <laughs> and that's okay. that's where the song starts. And it's freaking hilarious. And he goes off on this tangent about how you know you're completely using these issues of the past and. You know, you know, you're using issues that gay kids had to fight for and what they struggled with to go ahead and talk about being a fucking wolf. You have no concept of what you're even talking about. But it does it with humor, and it is freaking hilarious. I definitely recommend you look it up. You can YouTube it. I just, I wish I could remember the comedian's name. It's the only thing I've ever, I've heard him do. But. The problem is the argument has gotten so out of hand, and it continues to fly off the handle that what started the arguments to begin with, you know, whether it be LGBT rights, what have you, the core issues have long since been ignored because we're way past that now. It's like, to use the Trump term, it's like a train. It just keeps going. Now it's off the tracks. And nobody wants to stop it because, hey, we got this, this, and this. Let's keep going. Let's grab as much as we can before finally somebody says, enough. 
and an adult steps in and says, uh, enough. We're not going to rework every single aspect of society for one individual person because that's what we're doing now. One individual's feelings are now more important than the vast majority of people, hundreds, tens, millions of people. We're going to ignore everybody else for that one or small handful. And now I'm not saying we punish them, kill them, wipe them out, ignore them. Oh, it's. Well, I think I said it's, I think it's it's if the bullies go away. Okay. I'll find it. By the way, this all started with Lulu. How was your week? <laughs> Thanks, Lulu. You've talked the least of the four of us, and yet you've given us the most content because it led into the whole the, uh, election thing. Well. You're Not, welcome. I'm just curious how much. We've killed 40 go. minutes Number so far. One. We're still in the opening monologue, technically. That's the song. What the hell is his name? As See, that's why I couldn't remember it. I suck at names to begin with. Asmaret Greb. That's probably just the guy who posted it. Is it an Indian it. guy? What? No. It's, okay. No, it's a white dude. Oh, Trevor Moore. <laughs> As, that's a little, that's a little different. Look. He's got a turtle. Oh, it's a white guy. I'm it's telling you, you're, you're going to love it. You're gonna it love might it. be the YouTube name right. you're looking at. That, you're yeah, lucky for be. your pre-show yeah, music. See. No, it's featuring some. I don't oh. know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does the. Uh, yeah. She does like the the backup <laughs> vocals for some of it, but it's freaking <laughs> hilarious. All right, we got to move on. Uh, Hawkeye, how was your week? <laughs> We're you got forty minutes. Go. Pretty. Uh, we didn't even talk about what. I yeah, did. what did we even talk about her <laughs> week? I don't think we like did. Game we're going yeah. back. To I honestly don't times. think. How was your week, Lulu? Listen, can you fucking just get to your week and not everything else? <laughs> Stop derailing the conversation. Why does it always have to be about you, Lulu? We got enough going on. What did I just say about the one person derailing the millions? It's like that phone call all over again. I Let's know. go. <laughs> That's <laughs> how it started. <laughs> Lulu, I've, I'm genuinely curious. How how was your week? It was good. I um. Last weekend, well, the reason that we weren't here on Sunday was, you know, I didn't feel good. He was tired. You weren't going to be here. I have not had a day off. I will not have a day off until this coming Sunday in three weeks. But I had um, driven to Cincinnati after work on Friday to pick up Cullen, get all his shit. Darth Walker. And whatever. Everybody Fourth knows. Wall. Everybody knows what his name Fourth is. Fourth Wall. My kid. Okay. Your and spawn. Yes. Spawn would be a much more interesting name. I'm sorry, go ahead. So I had to pack all his stuff up in the car, and then I drove the next morning to OSU to pick up all of Emily's stuff and have dinner. Silk. Darth Silk. (sighs) My daughter. And have um, lunch with her and her new girlfriend. God, this is boring. Let's go back to the election thing. At least got 40 minutes out of that. This has been three minutes of... See, you were so predictable because I knew this was coming. Yeah, I should have known. Yeah. It's not hard. I mean, come on. Spice it up. Something. You know what happened to me on the way home today? I almost died. That's not an exaggeration. Go ask this. Almost oh, too bad. It was, yes. was so only almost. I was taking it her is to too dinner. bad for everybody else because then you would have had to carry Wait. the show and God help everybody. You almost died? I need my deposit yes. back. I was taking my daughter to dinner and then... Oh, you know what? I forgot. I looked down and my tit was hanging out. There, see? What a much better story than some guy came up and grabbed it. I pulled a gun on him and <laughs> think of how, see, now I've just made your story that much better. And they don't know if it's true or not. These people still think I chased down a kid at Halloween with a Pepsi can. Have you seen him? Which actually, which you actually, can't run. <laughs> okay, for one, it actually did happen. Two, I wasn't running. It was like 10 steps and I whipped There's it. no way you were running. My <laughs> Halloween story is still better than yours. <laughs> yeah, my softball season starts a week from Saturday. So, yeah, I will be running. <laughs> to about third base, and then like pitch oh, runner. I'm screwing catcher. Close enough. <laughs> Designated hitter. Courtesy runner. Courtesy. Jackass. 
No, please continue. So you're OSU, dropping no, off no, your daughter with her mind. girlfriends, whatever. No, never mind. And then I came back, and that was it. That's fine. Whatever. Good. No, moving on. Hawkeye, please tell me it's something more exciting, like I don't know, painting or something. No, so I was alluding earlier, I did get banned from Xbox Live. Um, okay. So this is a thing now what? for all you console fags out there. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you can talk shit over the mic, but you can't do it by message. And, <laughs> and so so I, I was, you know, we were talking off air. I'm a... I'm what you call a habitual line stepper. If someone talks <laughs> any that's, that's well, I like that. any moderate amount of shit to me, I'm gonna make them wish they were never born verbally. I'm I'm very witty. I'm very good <laughs> in prose. And if you if but the thing is, when I talk shit, I just see red, and like my best self doesn't come out. As far as like, I don't really try to articulate that well. I just fucking like throw every offensive thing I can out. Go ahead, Lulu. Jump at him. Scream at him now, just like you do for me for getting banned from Heroes of the Storm for doing the same thing. He's not in the same room where I'm trying to sleep, screaming at the top of his lungs at two fucking a.m. And it didn't even. But I'm screaming there, as I'm typing. I just want you to know exactly what I'm typing. There was no sound though. It I was, was just, trying okay. to sleep. That's the only sound there was. Me typing like, feverishly. Usually, that's the case. Lie. Ignore her. Continue. Well, Fucking it, liar. So, so I can't. It's un. It's it's annoying. So I'm like a gears head. When I play gears, there's a post game lobby, and you can verbally talk shit to people in that post game lobby. <laughs> that's why it exists. Right. Which is the. I mean, that's how I play. If I, I got to get into like a verbal argument and be like, "All right, I'm about to fuck you up," and then I go to the next match, <laughs> and that motivates me to play. Where better. do you live? Yeah. I'll get in a Tell plane right more. now. Yeah. But then I'm in six foot ten and four hundred pounds. I've been playing uh, Rainbow Six lately, and there's no you can only talk to people on your team. So I so it's only by message. So this guy messages me. He said some shit that was like, like uh, I, I had a bad match. Uh, he was like, "Go back to casual" or some shit, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, go you know like something. I don't even remember exactly what I said because I was just seeing red. I was like, you know, go back and put your face in your boyfriend's asshole, fuck boy. Some like some like over the top shit that was like. <laughs> He said, go back to Caswell, and I'm like, you know. Ten you, steps beyond that. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> fucking dig your nose around. Uh, I think you could have done better that game. I will f- wash the, fuck your dog. Wash the <laughs> shit off your nose. Yeah, I, like, I went to like a whole other area. And he, <laughs> he and, the but the thing is. The is only, is the only option. The thing is that I, um, as I was telling you, it's a, it's habitual. So I send him like, th- I just kept fucking going. Like I, until I felt better. Like I just kept sending him, and then he. Just forwarded them, and they, and they didn't even have. They didn't even have to tell me what I did. They're just like harassment, and I'm like, ah, gotcha. So, uh, so, the, but the thing is, Xbox Live doesn't realize, I guess, that all you have to do is go over to your profile and hit make new account, create a name, and you can still play online. I just made another name. You do you, your content isn't unlocked. That's the only thing, but you can still play online for you know like the week. See, I, when I've been banned from from. Here's the storm now twice. I've had a 24 and 48 hour ban, a uh, silence ban, no. but it's mainly because you can't talk to the other team because, you know, Blizzard's afraid you might trigger the other team. So, of course, I land base my own because usually they suck. Yeah. And I can still play the game. I just can't talk to anybody that's not on my friends list. Right. And I can still, you know, do everything else, but I can't talk so to your basically or... like they put you in the corner. Right. The thing that really triggers me is when I, when I, and I mean, and I, I, I'm saying trigger on purpose because I lose my shit. I, uh, it's when someone steals my fucking kill. Like, it doesn't sound like that big of a deal. <laughs> but if I down somebody and your janitor ass comes up and takes it, First you're fucking problems. with my KD. Now I'm angry. Like, you fucking suck. You haven't got to kill the whole game and you're scooping up my down, you piece of shit. That fucking enrages All me. All right. So here's a question Does the internet breed too much rage? Do we have an anger issue in this country? 
Next you know to what? Dr. Phil. I, I got banned. <laughs> I just got banned recently. Did you? First time ever. First time ever gotten banned. What was your band for? Okay, so I am a huge horror nut. That's why I have you know horror podcast. Uh, we'll show that a little bit later. So oh, go ahead. Show there like. is a game that came out that's based on an H.P. Lovecraft novel uh, at the Mountains of Madness. I'm a huge H.P. Lovecraft fan. I've been geeking out about this game. It's been in development for over a year. We'll come back to this. Over a year it's been in development, which means they've been working on it. So they decided they were going to go ahead and release a beta that, of course, you had to spend 20 bucks to buy. I got it for a 10% discount. So I got it for 17 bucks, whatever. And it was called a beta, and the company came out and said, we're really proud of this game. It's really close to what we want with this game. These guys are laughing because I showed them the video that I posted to YouTube about this. Um, if you want to look it up, just look up Baron's shit list. But instead of the I and shit, put a hashtag because I actually, for some reason, cared about your Nanby Pamby feelings. So go ahead and look that up. You'll see uh, I, I made some comments as well that I could see why it would get me banned, but I didn't actually post them. But anyway, so to give you an idea of the game and how it works, you've got... I think seven things I put in the video that I had problems with. Like the frame rate would drop to like five frames per second. Jeez. You'd have dialogue boxes that wouldn't go away for four minutes. And I literally let the game go for four or five minutes in the video just to show that this thing was not going away. You had speech from voice actors that sounded like either it was done from a machine that was poorly rendered and not originally done in English. Or you had the fucking Sims do it from like Sims 4. It's like we're just going to go ahead and rip the audio files from them and just kind of put this in this game. The grammar made no sense, and the game is just completely unplayable. So I went live on the stream, and I went, and you can watch all this in the video. I went to their forums and basically posted that this game is unplayable. This is a poor excuse for a game. This is not a beta. This is like an alpha. And then I also put down a comment that I did not end up posting, but it was really, really, really difficult, where I basically said, your game makes me think that if I had the ability to post a picture of a guy bent over in a fist getting shoved up his ass, this is where I would put it. <laughs> And I typed this out. And, of course, you know, Baroness, my wife, she's, like, flipping out and yelling at me for doing that. Chat's going nuts, and they're saying, wow, I can't believe you're writing that. I didn't actually post that, so that never actually made it there. So then I went and did a game review. No, just imagine. It was just on, you know, the video for all exactly. the people watching You know here. what? You know what? The video, I did not intend to make a YouTube video until I got banned, because then I'm like, fuck you. Like, I have never been banned before. You, you are not going to fucking silence me. I was just doing a Let's Play. Okay. It automatically records whenever, you, whenever right. I broadcast. Okay, okay. Uh, Twitch always records it, so I just went out and ripped it off Twitch. Yeah, I've done some testing of it. I haven't actually played much of anything. So I went on the forums, and I left I, I left um, uh, my feedback on the forums, and I went and did an actual official review where I broke down in detail what it is I had a problem with. 24 hours later, I was banned. My posts were all deleted. First, they was moved into a trash section that they created on the discussion forums. Then they went and deleted them all. Then they uh, they tried to go ahead and get my review deleted. But Steam said, no, that stays because he didn't break any rules. But I still got banned off the forums because what was it? I was using offensive language. Now, keep in mind, the stuff I actually posted had nothing to do with the offensive language. Other than your game's abysmal, you should be ashamed that you posted a game that's in this condition and call it a beta. Now, this some leading poor. questions. This is poor. Leading questions. Were you the only one that got banned? No. No, I was not. Were the, the people that got banned like you put into the trash folder... Were they being offensive, or were they pointing out issues with the game like you were? There was one that was being offensive, and there were others that were just pointing out faults with the game, or the fact that they didn't think the game was very good. Which, which I guess could be offensive to them, because... Well, and that's basically the sense I got. <laughs> to their bottom then, line. Then they made another post on there saying, this is why, because other people came to my defense. Look, we saw this guy post stuff here. He didn't say anything that, if, that breaks Steam rules. He didn't say anything that breaks rules of your own forum. Why'd you ban him? 
And they came back and said, well, anything that's offensive or anything that's xenophobic and racist is getting kicked out. <laughs> well, the other guy posted about the language. He goes, what the hell is with these voice actors? They make no sense. That's what they were referring to as, as uh xenophobic right so he went and made a youtube video right after that too he went <laughs> and replayed stretching it a little that's, that's not a little not that's a little that's, a that's, so that's exactly yeah. that's when i said fuck you went and, and pulled the youtube footage and then cut it up so you know just for the parts and i only focused on the first seven because it's already a 13 minute video if i focus on all the fucking issues that i came up with that game and i played it for a good hour and a half like i was legitimately giving this thing a shot i wanted this to succeed but I played just long enough that I could still get my Steam refund because I didn't like the idea of a fist going up my ass. And I'm not, I'm not going to pay for that either. So, so they basically made a uh, air quotes beta to just piss off their whole fan base and ban them. That's a great start. Oh, this is what it seems great, like. Great feeler. You know, I man, I don't know. Maybe it's oh, just me, yeah. but I feel like I come from a different time. When I was a kid, it was like you talk shit to someone, they talk shit back to you, and and then afterwards you <laughs> think about what happened and be like, all right, was I a dick? And then you move on with your life. But now it's like Jesus, you talk about the voice acting, and that's xenophobe. That's unbelievable. So exactly. That's the person who just got banned for raging out because somebody took his kill. No, he, <laughs> no, he, no, he, that was different. I mean, I do rage about that, but he, he fucking said some bullshit to me about go back to casual, and he was shitty. Um, it kind of in line with that, and that, that's. I, I'm glad Baron told a story that was actually part of the uh, discussion we had on on Taffer tonight. Um, and unfortunately, I, I, it kind of naturally segued into something which was nice. I do want to take a break because what we're about to launch into, once we get into it, I don't want to stop, and it, we're going to go for a good solid hour on what I have. Now, we're going to recap brief when we come back from the break here because I've got a story very similar to Barron's, and there's a couple points that come with this. There's two big discussions I want to yet have. One is this. There's another one. So real quick, let's take a break. Um, when we come back, give us about seven minutes, and we'll launch into the next part of the discussion, and we'll go from there. So we're...
get some tacos, then I'll start. You're all out of tacos. <laughs> hey, here tacos? Here we go. Tacos too. So This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Total Biscuit, aka the Cynical Brit, and you're listening to Emperor and the Emperor's Court, which I'm going to assume is a tennis show. Emperor is a well-known Anglophile. Maybe it's some kind of legal drama. You should probably listen anyway. He's been known to be a little cranky. Oh yeah, he's a lot. Yes, I'm a little cranky. What? He can be the cynical bread. I'm the bastard American. I don't know. It... Fuck off. All right, this is the Emperor's Court. Fuck off. Give me your patron money. I'm triggered now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Emperor. Julian Studio by Lulu. Hey y'all. By Hawkeye. Yep. And special guest host Baron Von Gosu uh, of Ghost there the Podcast. We go. I brought it back. He's Nostalgia. been holding it for an hour. Like, hurry I've up been and get pounding the Dr Pepper to build it as there best I could. And that's all you came that's up right. with. That's right. No beer. He's drinking pop today. Well, I'm not drinking beer. Go with during my streams. I do alcoholics. I gotta drive. No. Go with, no. In two hours. We've we got yeah, a lot and to cover. You know yet. what? That beer has been in there for a while. Oh yeah. So you don't know. I'm what, sure it's skunky. It's mystery beer. I'm sure it's skunky by now. It's Great Lakes. Look, I'm over the college age. All right, mystery beer doesn't cut it for me anymore. All right, I've I've had my fun. You've gotten soft. I'm done. Soft. No, my liver's gotten soft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick and tired of waking up in the morning with it sitting on the couch having a cigarette saying, you fucking bastard, look what you did to me again. <laughs> so what, you're trying to catch up to like Lulu's? Uh, oh, your kidney stones? What? Actually, ah. because actually of alcohol. the one time I got kidney stones, mm-hmm. the ER doctor told me one beer a day actually helps prevent kidney stones. So that just encouraged my alcoholism. So I'm that. good with that. Okay, well. Anything uh, that encourages bad choices, I'm all for. But I've really cut down on, on my intake of, of stuff that I think causes kidney stones. Salt. I no salt doesn't no. cause, but you're really up to the whole cancer yeah, thing. It does. No, it doesn't. Salt calcium does. does. Vitamin D does, and there are salt. salt spinach sure supposedly does. does. What does spinach? Well, <laughs> I spinach. A green vegetable does not pass his lips. I so love I lettuce and green that's beans. Not a, Your dick slip by. So I heart easily. lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> lettuce. There's a lot of protein in cum. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> It's good that you edited that last part. <laughs> You're gonna need a chubby like five this one over seconds here. after the original his original comment. <laughs> Duh, I mean, you know, I've been told. You know how I know you're gay. Your dick tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. Keep talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you let Jesus save the rest that? of us? Take full damage. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know where to go after that. <laughs> there's a, vi- there's All a right. video. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next weekend. This dude playing a shooter, (laughs) and uh, he was like twitching or something. This kid talking shit to him, and the whole time he's just like, "Dude, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna fucking suck on your big toe and play with your butt all." Like the whole time he's just like, (laughs) like he's just fucking with him the whole time, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" He just the it was fucking hysterical. Oh, it was so funny. All right, so to recap where we were, Baron had just told us a story about um, basically what was the name of the company, by the way? Uh, Team Clockworks. All right, and they're making the Cthulhu game. Yeah, okay. at the Mountains of Madness. Don't buy it. For those who've been listening to the show now for the last couple of months, you know how high I was on the Battlefleet Gothic Armada coming out uh, by Tindalos Entertainment and being brought up by Focus. Um, both of those companies, one's a producer, one's a developer. Um, as you know, the beta was pretty rocky, didn't go well, and it was one of those where you had to pre-order in order to get into the beta. Which, I did so. Yeah. Uh, I went against my own cardinal rule, which was don't, and as Scrub Puppy points out, every time he sees me, don't pre-order the game. I wanted to play the beta, so I did. The beta, obviously, did not go well. They rushed through it. They didn't do any kind of balancing. There were quite a few bugs, and they went ahead and launched this thing on April 21st, okay? Since it came out on the 21st, 
And I did my own little math to find out how many games I was able to actually play. Now, this is regardless of any kind of balance issues. Uh, the fact that a player starting off with their first online battle could be pitted and did against a max level admiral. The difference being, the more you play, the better ships you unlock, the better favors and upgrades for your ships you get, the more powerful you become. Essentially, Call of Duty, but in space. Correct. So, I've got my basic hand cannon and a friggin' combat knife against a guy who's walking around in battle armor with... An AK. (laughs) You know, and a nuclear strike that he can call down anytime he wants. That's essentially what was happening. Now, I played about mm, 40 games, because I was really getting close to that two-hour mark. And the games were pretty quick. Yeah, they are quick. I mean, even the ones that actually worked were about four or five minutes long at most, and that was at the, you know, the high level, okay? 61% of my games ended in a crash of some kind, either the other team crashing out of the game, resulting in a victory right at the start, the camera flying way off the map to the point where I couldn't control my ships, couldn't see what I'm doing, you know, yeah, uh, ships getting uh, lost in the warp uh, after winning a game where you're supposed to warp away and then being lost for a game. Um, the what was uh, the abilities of your ships not being able to be fired off, the rampant cheating going on because they didn't they did everything client or uh, uh, player side, nothing client side. There was no cheating check of any kind. VAC does not exist yet in this game. Oh, for whatever reason, they kicked it out the door with, and this was happening during the beta. They knew it, and went out with it anyways. The whole thing culminated about two weeks ago when a very well-known, at least for this community, a Twitch user by the name of Hero... uh, Yep, I know who that is. ...posted some very, very well-thought-out and very well-structured criticism of the game. You know, basically breaking down the math, breaking down the, uh, the matchmaking, breaking down the bugs, what have you. Going on his YouTube, or his Twitch channel, showing everybody how it works. The guy knew his stuff. They banned him. From the forums. The reason why we know this is because one of the administrators of the company, of the forums, made a forum post, a thread, about how they banned him from the forums. (laughs) What? At least he got a nice ego stroke as he's kicked out the door. Now, what it comes (laughs) down to is what they they claim is that he was asking people who were under the non-disclosure agreement. They have their quote-unquote elite testers. All right, now these guys are the ones who, for whatever reason, they were randomly selected to help bug test. And they get a cool little name on the forums. Yeah, they did. And one of the things Hero pointed out, a lot of us pointed out, he obviously had the bigger voice, okay? I haven't used the forums as much. These people get a cool little name, and they act like they are, you know, Christ walking on water. Well, one of the players made this thread about how fantastic the game was at launch. This is all, you know, the fact that nobody can do anything. You can't play. He called him out on it. It evolves into a shit-talking fight. Sure enough, this guy gets banned. The hero gets banned. The guy he was talking trash to gets elevated to a forum moderator by the company. Now, the reason they banned him is because they said, well, he was asking other players who signed the non-disclosure agreement what was coming up in upcoming patches because he wanted to know. Now, keep in mind, he's no different than any of us sitting here. He's just some asshole playing the game who said, hey, I heard you're an elite tester. It says so on the forums. What's coming up in the next patch? Okay, and? The, apparently, some people told him, so they wouldn't ban him. But that's not that's not his fault. He's it's, not under an NDA. Right. They violated the NDA. Didn't matter. He was making them look like a fool. 
And this, I mean, after they kicked it out the door, it wasn't ready. So was I, this Steam forums or was this the game? No, the game forums. All right. Now, I know Steam forums, you can't, there's no way for you to argue against getting banned either. Correct. Like, nope. If you're well, banned, that's it. And he did take his case to Steam forums after they got rid of him here. So a couple days later, I let it go. I, you know, I tried playing. I got to that two-hour mark. And this is after I've already beta tested for like 40 hours. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. So I refund. But before I did, before I go out the door, I made sure I tell them why. Now, I didn't trash anybody. There's no profanity. I didn't call about anybody's mother. I didn't say I was going to, you know, fuck anybody's pet. None of that stuff. You know, wow, none of my typical emperor. I know. That's, right. That's pretty uh, I did, however, tame. say that I'm going to tell my roughly 13,000 listeners, and then I put that in there. It's actually, it might be a little less now. Oh, I say, you're going to be modest here for first? Uh, <laughs> I don't like normally putting my listeners out there, but, I mean, that's what we get about a month. Um Obviously, because the exposure on the network is you know, it's pretty big. And I said, I'm going to tell them, like I'm about to tell you right now, don't buy this game. It is not ready. It is broken. There has been zero communication from, from the uh, developers. Now, I will say, in the last three days, that has changed. Miraculously, after I made my giant post, which now at last check before they finally locked it, had 17... Uh, additional pastes, 152 posts. You know how many of the posts were mine? One. I have not gone back to the forums since. This is the first time I'm actually looking at it. 151 other posts were made, and they finally moved into apparently to the off-topic, which I didn't know they had. Apparently they do now. All right? Now, all of a sudden, they rush out, and they start, they have a bug fix. Okay, well, they put a patch out that's supposed to balance the game a little bit. It costs more bugs. So now they put a patch out apparently on the 3rd, which happened yesterday. Today's Wednesday the 4th, May 4th, that it fixed some of the games. Now, if you look at, I'm looking at the forums, they've got developer questions and answers. They've got, you know, the future communication and post-launch balancing. All of a sudden. All posted on the 3rd. All post, yes. And they've got one either here, which is, uh, I think, which was two days after they got rid of Hero, which I think was on the 28th of April, which was, uh, you know what? This is the, this is the, um, uh, where we're going in the future, what we're planning on doing. A lot of the stuff that was supposed to be to launch still isn't there. This game had no business going gold. And more and more people on the forums are being kicked off. They're being deleted. They're... And the other thing, too, is, which is amazing to me, is the amount of white knighting and fanboys by the people, and most of them are the elite testers, the people that were selected by the company to go ahead and test the game for them, saying, well, you know what? The game's only been out for two weeks. What do you expect? What do you expect them to do? They're a small company. They're in France. They've got maybe 30 or 40 programmers. What more do you expect them to do? Keep in mind, a lot of the bugs that were, that were in beta weren't addressed. And when they put a patch out you know, a week after launch, it created a cascade of more bugs. And I, there's no hyperbole. There is no exaggeration here when I say the game was unplayable. Supposedly, they've gotten a handle on some of the bucks. Now, the matchmaking is still shit. If you start the game, you're going to be playing against top-level players. And you're going to get your ass kicked. The thing of it is, too, when you die, you got to play two games to get your ships back. So you play with nothing? Correct. You get what they call the charity fleet. You get the ghetto fleet. They I give wanna, you a basic ship, and wanna, that's all you get. I want to back up for a second. So they're saying their argument is that we, as gamers and consumers that are willingly paying money for a game, as promised, should go ahead and make an exception for the quality that we expect because they are a small, independent company. 
Is that essentially the crux Folks, of what they're saying? do not take my word for it. I challenge you to go to the Battlefleet Gothic Armada forums, not just on Steam, more specifically on their community, their own special community forums, and look this up. That is exactly what they're saying. Look at that. Beverage Tyrant made a comment. I saw that guy playing the other day. Gee. Um, actually, he was a pretty nice guy. Pretty good, too. Really? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look for a couple of these. Anyways, yeah, a lot of stuff that was promised wasn't in the game. You know, Space Marines was supposed to be a faction we were supposed to get with pre-order. You still don't now have we're it. T- yeah, we're told we'll get it sometime late June. You know, they they came out and said, you know, because of the way the beta was going, they said, we'll give you another free faction. Cool. When? Uh, We haven't decided some, which one do you some... want. Ended up being, I mean, then they had a, some kind of poll and somebody voted on the towel. It doesn't matter. Then they go on and they actually, and I was around for this, and I actually read their, their laundry list of stuff that they're planning on doing. Most of it is DLC related. While the game itself is unplayable. Even now, if they fix the bugs in the game, at least you can actually log in and play. The the matchmaking is so out of line, not to mention the, fa- the balance between factions. If you're playing Elder, you're just walking over people. It's laughable. My point is this, and yes, Baron, that's exactly what a lot of these people are saying, and this is the debate, and this is what I wanted to get to. One... Does the company have the right, do they have the right, but should they be able to censor somebody who makes legitimate criticism? For instance, we all know the real reason Hero got banned. And it's not because he asked somebody else about, about an upcoming patch. You know what? He's just a guy. He's not under any NDA agreement. He never agreed to anything. He's just some asshole on the forums with a Twitch account. He just happens to be a very good player, and he apparently is very good at math. But he's going to get banned, and we know why. Because he called him out and made him a fool. Same thing that happened to you. Same thing's been happening on the Steam forums. Same thing's been happening to Armada. Same thing happens to a lot of places. So the question is, let's start with that one. First, <laughs> does a company, and, and I understand, and, and a lot of people said the same thing. This is a weird catch-all. And a lot of them excused the way the game was, or in the game like the one you just played, Baron, which was... The way games are released today, this is to be expected. They're going to be released in you know an unpolished form in an unfinished uh, format. You have to accept it and just play on, knowing that they are working hard to fix this. Now, I paid forty dollars for the game. I did refund, and they rejected me the first time, saying you play too much. Uh, I sent them an email saying no, I didn't. I played forty some hours during the beta. And the company said, when the game launches, most of the bugs and the balance the matchmaking issues will be fixed. A larger player base will take care of the matchmaking. The bugs will be fixed. I said, I played this game for two hours. They said I was like two hours and ten minutes, something like that. On the promise that the company made that the beta, you know, the problems would be enough that we could play the game, and that is not what is happening. I said, I challenge you to go on to either one of the forums or even on their Reddit, which nobody apparently uses. And look at the problems people are having. The cheating, the bugs, the imbalance, the matchmaking, the bullshit. The stuff, you know, uh, the painting your fleet, that's not in there. Uh, the uh, being able to invite, you know, your friend to play with you, that wasn't in there. Space Marine Faction, that's not in there. They came back and said, all right, it's a case-by-case basis. We'll refund your money. So I got my money back. Good for me. Most people are stuck. They can't because they played more than two hours of the game after launch. Does the company these days, do they have a right to release a game that is not finished, that is not in a completely playable format? 
do they have the rights? Yes. Yes. yes Should absolutely. they? No. No. Why exactly. do they have that right? What allows because, them to do that? Because they're they're being honest up front and telling you that this thing is no, not no, no. Done. They weren't. No, no, no. They were not honest up front. If they're telling you that that they are going to be adding things as they go along, then yes, this they, is they have fact. the right. This is two weeks that. after the launch, after all the brouhaha, after my post gets one hundred and fifty, uh, you know, they five thousand views. They have the right to post a game if they come out and flat out say that this thing is a work in progress. They didn't. We're going to update you as you go along. All they if said they is, say okay. we are releasing this game today, and as of today, it's going to have these features. And if those features aren't there, then that falls under false advertising. In which case, no, they don't have the right to do that. Okay, which, which is why there's federal then, laws against companies. In being this able case, to do that. then I, I would argue that that is exactly what happened. That they promised a lot of stuff at launch didn't happen. More, more importantly, even that I can understand to a point because Warhammer is coming up in three weeks, and that's a lot a big one at least in the, the circles that I play. Warhammer uh, Total War, which is the fantasy version, Creative Assembly is making that. Everybody knows I'm on record when it comes to Creative Assembly. And we've talked about this one, too, where the Chaos Faction is not in the game. And the only way you get it is if you pre-order or you buy it as a DLC. The main bad guy faction, the main faction in Warhammer, you've got to buy separate. Even after they took it up the ass for it, they said, "Mm, we're going to stick to our guns. Pre-order, give us your money early. And they have a right to do that. Again, should they should they do it and whether they have the right to do point. it? But that's my point. I'm like, I, I, can, I can allow that to happen. My problem is the game was released and an unplayable. That is not an opinion. That is a fact. When 61% of your games end in a crash, a fatal error, a crash, you know, a, a broken camera, kicks you out of the game, etc. That is unplayable. When the first player version doesn't save the campaign kicks you to the desktop, doesn't work. And that's not even getting out to how lazy the first single player was. And there's a lot of people that had a problem with that. I'm not getting into that yet. All right? I didn't play all the way through. Well, I, I play a few of them. I didn't play all the way through it. Um, but the game is unplayable. That is a problem I have. You charged me the full $40 and gave me a shit game that didn't work. So what? what's the score? Sixty-three thirty-six. Oof. Oh wow! Wow! I bet Anna Horford is just going off on Twitter about how bad Dilla the Dove is. <laughs> Whooping, She's trying to end careers left and right. Whooping that ass. Woo. But no, I don't think they had the right at all. It's not just that they promised me the moon and didn't deliver anything. They gave me a game that doesn't work, and the excuse well, that I get from the White Knight saying, "Well, you know what? What do you expect? You got to give them this." But small... that is, but that's part of what I'm saying is is that that falls under the they're making a promise of something and they're not delivering. That is not okay. But if they say, and I'm, and again, this is if it's an early access. Stop game, looking at your phone, claim, both of you. And they claim this is early access. It isn't. Not it's a launch. Right. It's a launch. The I, game I get is that. out. I get that. That's what I'm saying. That's where I would agree with you that yes, you deserve to get a refund. And no, they shouldn't do that because they are promising. I mean, the Division did it. You know, uh, the Fable games did it. You know, the Call of Duty games have done it, where they promised the storm moon, did it. Yeah, and then they don't deliver any oh, of that a stuff. Free to play game, but yeah. And they don't do that until after the game launches. Then no, you're right. You they don't have a right to go ahead and do that without coming flat out and saying these are the conditions the game is in. This is what you're, you're to, to expect. This is what you're paying your money for. And if they don't do that, then you're right. You've got every reason in the world to be pissed off and get a refund for it because they're they're promising you something and then they're not delivering that and they're not coming back and saying anything about that until after it's already out. What gets me is the, is the the fanboys and the white knights again who are coming out and saying uh, and I was kind of getting on this, which is and. 
At uh, this point, was actually not made by me. I actually saw it, and I'm kind of hijacking it from the thread. Whoever made it uh, was pretty good, which is I paid them the full amount of money months ago during the beta. They had my money all that time. Then they shipped my product to me, and it does not work. And yet the people on the forums, the elite testers, the fanboys, people apparently have a great deal of patience or a great deal of time saying, what do you expect? They're a small company with developers. You know what? They were got together to put out the game. They are able to go ahead and make it. They took my money. They had no problem taking the full $40. If they were only going to deliver a part, portion of the game, they should have only accepted a portion of the payment. Street Fighter did that. 60 bucks for a full game. You don't even get the single player mode or half the characters until June. And it came out, I think, what was it, February, March? Because they want to get it in time for, the, uh, for a game. Did everybody tournament. know that was going to happen? Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Then saying, gonna happen. you'll have Space Marine Faction at launch. Uh, what we meant was you'll have it in late June. Maybe. Right. And that's that's what I'm saying. That is the difference between the two situ- situations. And if I they make this- clear these are the circumstances going on, they have a right to say that. And I asked this but question if- of Hawkeye beforehand, which was, would you buy a Pokemon game if it was, say, missing half the Pokemon, three quarters of the Pokemon, they'll put them in later in the game? Well, so- or it was not playable because of some kind of bug. I'll tell you why Pokemon is probably one of the only bad examples you can give, and the reason is because I'll just pick a game that right, I but, you play. But, but yeah. it actually leads to the point I was going to make, which is the companies that do this are it's the games that don't have a lot of competition. Like Pokemon has its market. Like no, there isn't another Pokemon. That game, the space that it takes up and what it encompasses, they could get away with that shit. People are still going to buy it. The po- the fact of the matter is, at some point, there will be a game that is lateral to that and it will completely destroy them and cripple them but until that happens they can get away with that i shit. think if that was going to happen i would have already the game's been out for like 20 something right but that's if there's not something else like that they get away with that well, shit and and plenty have tried to co- copy that one in that example and just have not had the and i think yet. at least in, in this case it's a very niche game it's a mm-hmm. space game it, basically right. it, the, what pisses me off is it brings in a lot of people who are warhammer fans people are lost their collective shit when the dawn of war 3 trailer dropped yesterday because nobody was expecting it I mean, uh, and it looks fantastic, but it's being done by Relic. You know what? Relic's got a good track record when it comes to putting out games. I will obviously look at that, not only as a fan of Warhammer, but as a fan of a company who's done well. Uh, you At this point, you would have to pay me to buy a game from Tindalos or Focus. You know, an example I think of is um, Magic the Gathering. So they, for the longest yes, time, for yes. the longest time, I was bitching and whining, like, why the fuck won't you give me the ability to buy cards Make my own deck. Why won't you give me some ability to customize my deck in these fucking games? It's all preconceived decks. I unlock a few cards and that's it. Then Hearthstone comes around and all of a sudden now they want to start adding these features. It's like because now somebody's threatening you. Before that, there was no competition for it. And that's why I think until that happens, they kind of have you over a barrel. Because people are still, they still have their niche market of people that are playing that game, and it's not going to matter. So if that's the case, and Baron, going back to what your point is, and you were mad about you know, you know, the Cthulhu game and all that in early access... Why would it be mad at all? Because it was early access. You know it was a beta. You paid 20 bucks for it. But so here's you knew going thing. in it was a shit But it game. wasn't a beta. They, they said it was early me, access. They told me. Well, no, no, no. Because now, now you're looking. Now you're nitpicking. You have but, to look at okay, it. Okay, but it, it listen, technically listen, makes a difference. Listen, you asked me a question. They said that it was a beta. And they came out and said that they think that this game is as close to the vision as they can possibly get at this point in time. And that, yes, you're buying an early access beta. This game's not beta. You've seen the video. This thing's fucking alpha. This thing's even pre pre alpha. No, this thing is no business. That's being your out there. opinion. They're saying early it's not access. an opinion because I can show them. Th- okay, 
You've played you played the Doom three beta or the the new Doom beta, right? Yes. Did you experience anything in the Doom beta that looked even semi close to what we saw in that game? Any as beta far as you've played, polish? any actual beta that you've played, has any of them looked as bad as that particular game? Uh, yeah, this one, Goth- okay. Battlefield Gothic. Okay. Would you would you when you were playing the beta for this one? Because you said you were you got to play the beta. Yes. Was the beta anywhere close to what the game is currently now? Well, the game's only been out for two weeks. Okay, but still, you've played it. You've, I haven't played it. I can't. I uh, can't judge this one. Roughly the same thing. I mean, obviously, there's a, a lot of missing things that were promised. But yeah, I mean, they came out and they promised that this game is in a spot that is ready, almost ready to be published. I had evidence in this video that shows this game's nowhere near freaking ready. And that was my and point that with this is, one. It was no year, no way but my near point ready is, to launch. My point is, is they were making a promise of one thing, and that's not what they gave me. Okay, same that's, okay. that's not okay. Just like with this game. They were promising something, and then they didn't deliver. The catch-all is if they can, they can claim that it's an early access, they can put it in any state that they want. And I'm not saying they 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 had the right to make to put that game out there in the state they did. They perfectly have the right. Should they? Absolutely fucking not. It's bad business. It makes them look bad. It gives them a bad reputation. How long they ago was it negative. that this happened? So that was in access. Okay. About is the game launched instead? No. As oh God, no. Is there, there any back e- trying to fix things? In really? fact, okay, the so last the last post they made uh, that I saw was about two weeks ago. Oh, no, it was a week ago, where they made a a post that said if people are happy with the way the game is running now, then they can go and focus on the cosmetic polish. It's like, wait a minute, you already made it sound like that was already what you were doing was just the polish. It's like, that's not what you're saying now. It's, it's, that's Yeah, what they're I'm all over the map. The, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That was my bitch with it. It's like, you guys don't, you guys don't even know what the fuck it is you're promising. Now, what's the name of this company again? Uh, Team Clockworks. Are they an independent company? I believe so, yes. Is this their first title? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Probably. It certainly played like one. But I have played many betas before that I've been invited to or that I decided to buy in some games that I've backed that were not exactly in the greatest condition but had enough promise and enough polish to it that you know I was willing to give it a little bit of leeway because there were enough things that were working. This game, nothing freaking worked. You couldn't play it. Five frames per second, and I don't have a small video card either or a small processor. Built my machine from the ground up, bought great parts for it. I do mm. all sorts of shit with it. There's no excuse in the world for a game to be that broken. That's not what you promised me. Which, therefore, in my opinion, is does not make this right. So, did you refund your money? Absolutely. Okay, so you got your Absolutely. money back. Absolutely. I played it well, an Well, because the game, hasn't, the game hasn't launched that. yet. And that was my thing. Did they give any kind of ETAs when the game was coming out? No. No, right. they usually don't. Most early access games, if, when, I, when I look at them, that are done by indie companies, are, do not usually have an ETA. This one gave us, Armada gave us an ETA. Then they pushed it back a month because of all the problems they were having. They added in the Eldar faction a week before it came out. Wouldn't you know it? And when they have attempted to balance anything, it's either nerf it into the ground or buff it beyond all, you know, godly powers. Apparently, Christ has reappeared himself as an Eldar Admiral because he's just going around the the ether (laughs) blasting shit out of everybody. That's, I mean, the only thing I can assume is that, yes, you know, God and his saints are now Eldar pirates because they cannot be beaten. (laughs) They can turn on a dime. They can blast you two shots. They knew all this. And the, the here's the other thing too is you know and, uh, and let me ask you this uh, Lulu you don't play as many games although you did buy a couple for Steam then you just haven't played them Hawkeye how important is I it for my computer yeah. Skynet's right over there and it's better than this one you can play anytime then why you are you like. using this one if that one's better because this one's got less crap on it mm. Skynet's more of a game machine that's why we flipped them because this is just 
for doing, excuse me, doing audio. How important is it to have communication from the developers of the game for you? I mean, it's it's important, if, you, but I think it's more important if what you put out is sketchy. If you put something out and it's just rock solid and I don't have that much to bitch about it, I don't give a fuck. You can sit back in the quiet. You know what the, the example I think of? As much as they get shit, like people make fun of Valve, they can't count to three. As much as they give them shit, when <laughs> yeah. they drop a game, it's the fucking shit. And it works. And there's no issues with it, and they don't have to say anything because it's like they fucking mic drop and they put a game out. <laughs> Half-Life, Left 4 Dead, these titles are fucking insanely good. And if it's like that, if you give me that product, you don't have to say shit. Well, the problem is people have brought this up and, you know, and, and it said, well, how is it that Valve can do it? Blizzard, for all their problems, usually releases a game that's in, because I have Alpha and Beta tested, I think, every single game except Overwatch. All these games, by and large, look very polished to come out. Obviously, Heroes of Storm has had its issues. And the argument is, well, they're bigger studios. They have more money and resources. That's the only reason that, that they're coming out in the shape that they're in. See, and I think that's crap. I do too. I think it's a cop out. That's a big. No cop one really out. knew Valve wasn't like huge before they released their first game. They That's never used right. that as a crutch. They dropped a fucking bomb ass titles and they never used it as a crutch. One of my favorite gaming companies right now. They're an indie company. Uh, Frictional Games. They've done Amnesia: The Dark Descent. They've done Soma. They do horror based games, which is you know my my big bend. Yeah, that's your and niche. Every game they have ever dropped has been fucking phenomenal. It's looked great. It's played great. There, I've had maybe one issue with a bug ever and it was something I could definitely live with how come they were able to do it because this game wasn't as complicated as these are no because that's they the gave a we fuck well and again that's I see I don't even think it's necessarily that they don't give a fuck I think it's more of they try to go ahead and hot shot these things because first off they want their money that comes with early access if you're giving them your money from the get go you're, you're giving them money up front for a product that is that you're they, getting sight unseen so you have that the second part is is that they, they want to try to rush getting this out as soon as possible because they do want to get more money and they do want to spend that money sure. building up the game, which I guess if you're an indie, that's okay. It's, it's the same thing with like Kickstarter. How many, how many groups go to Kickstarter and they try to get games or movies or whatever the case may be, and they want to use that money to work on a product that they haven't even started working on yet? Right. That's the whole point of early access. You're, you're basically investing into something that you hope is going to turn out well. My problem is, is there's so much shit, especially on Steam, because I spend most of my time on Steam, sometimes Humble Bumble and Desura and the rest of them. But there's so much shit on there because you know they're never going to be able to deliver on what they promise because they don't have the kind of resources. But then why are you making that promise in the first place? The guy, the guy who made Fable, which is a you know, AAA game, he was just saying there's going to be this auction house, there's going to be this, there's going to be that. Never made it into the final copy. Why? You're a AAA developer. You got the well, money. We, we got had, the backing. Exactly. Well, we had to get the game out because we had a deadline. Well, then you know what? That's your fucking problem. Look Push at Assassin's Creed back. Unity. And that was another the AAA title. That was the work. final excuse. The reason they kicked Armada out is because they had a deadline. Focus one and then they have Same a deadline. with Street Fighter. Not my problem. Same with Rome Total War 2. They kicked it out the door. Wasn't ready. Exactly. Crashed. Nobody played it for a year. It took them a year to fix but, it. You know why they're banning people? Here's, here's what's happening. They can't get into the conversation because they don't have the answers. So if they as don't. soon as That's they right. start answering questions, it's they know they're they're they made the fucking game. They know that there's a million questions they can't answer, so they're not going to get into it. Right. They're just going to ban people because once they do, it's a spiral. But you know, Hawk, and you're absolutely right. You're 100 percent right. But you know what? I will give companies a little more leeway if they pull their balls out of their wife's purse, come out and say, you know what? We shit the bed. Our bad. You know what? The game is not what we want. It's not where we have. We understand there's these issues. We are working on them. We're not ignoring them. We went with radio silence from these people for weeks. And they said, well, we released two major patches in two months. Great. The game still sucks. 
The patches you released are garbage. At least tell us that you're watching. Right now, I have the Steam chart pulled up for Battlefleet Gothic from the time it was launched about, what, now going on two weeks, three weeks? Three weeks. Look at the steady decline of players from the top at 9,100 at a peak all the way down to where we are today. 2,600 players. This is not a game. This is a major franchise tag. Warhammer is huge. And this is the result. Well, you know what's funny is you're describing that. It's kind of like that old joke about customer service, right? Like you just, they just want you to cuss at them so they can hang up the phone. So hang just up the phone. Bill Burr, so it's, Bill it's Burr like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, Fuck! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, so that's what's happening. It's like, Everybody hey, understands, but nobody know, can help. What's going on with this camera? <laughs> Radio sounds. You know, why, why can't I control anything? What, what, what's going on with the bugs? Radio sounds. What the fuck is going on? Ban. You're banned off the forum. You're, you're, you know, you're. See, and the, and the guy who did the, uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's game, I respect the hell out of him because when he released a bomb game, which is Freddy's World, which was so awful that Steam pulled it down, he was the one who actually told go. him. He was, he was the, the developer, the, the guy who was doing it, actually went to Steam and said, pull the game down, refund everybody their money. I don't care how much they, they played it, refund all their money. I don't want to release a crappy ass game. I will always respect them for that. And I would give somebody like that a second exactly. chance. Exactly. And every every independent game that I've that I've given money towards right now that is in some form of an early access, A has frequent conversations with the community. B is always taking feedback and C is always giving updates. Even the one man teams, development teams. How bad was World of Warcraft at its launch? I unplayable. Because they had far more people than they had ever anticipated. You were waiting in line for an hour just to get into the game. And then when you finally got there, there were so many people on the servers, the game was unplayable. So eventually what ended up happening was, once they came out and admitted what everybody already knew, they started you know, taking, because you had to pay by the month to play. So they started refunding people's money. All right, you know what? Here's you know, an extra five days. Here's ten days. Here's three days. You know what? We're going to refund a month for, the, for some of you and the worst people. We're going to allow free player transfers. They were Again, they acknowledged the problem. They were doing their best to fix it. It took a while to get there. But they did. Final Fantasy. Remember oh, how bad God. Final Fantasy fourteen they had was? To, they had to rebuild the entire game from scratch. They fired the entire, the director, yep. the team, everybody. everything. Because it was so bad in beta, and everybody told them, this is awful. They kicked it out the door anyways. It was so bad, they refunded everybody's money. They allowed everybody to keep playing that game for free as long as they wanted, while they literally hired a whole new team, a new director, and like you said, re- rebuilt it from the thing. ground up. Took them two years. And let everybody play for free after giving their money back while they waited for the new game to come out. And when it came out, everybody got the game. Now, I'm not a big proponent of Square, and I haven't been for many years. Because I think, again, they just spit all over one of the better franchises there is. And I'm, I I am wait with great trepidation for what Final Fantasy VII is going to look like when it comes out. But at least they did that, and that was a but huge again, step. But then, again, then the people... So I'm playing Devil's Advocate. Sure, the people that ahead. you're saying are going to say, well... Obviously, Square is a little bit different than this company, right? Because isn't the argument that they're a small company? So you can't say that for Final Fantasy. I mean, that's a true. It is Square Enix is a very large company. Yes. So, so that's the argument. Well, that goes back to the same thing. So, what is the answer? So, in your mind, this company, if you're in their shoes, and I don't know, I don't know, I've never played this game. I don't know the company. So, if they, if they're like, if they were to do that, that kind of a thing, I mean, that, which it sounds like what it would take for this game, if it's that bad. How do they survive that? What do you do? I mean, what, you know, what's the I, answer? And it, well, the answer is, and again, I, I'm not going to take credit for it because somebody else posted it, um, a very brilliant strategist by the looks of it, who said, you know what? Why don't you take a cue out of everybody else's book? Instead of waiting a month and a half to say anything and re- release one patch that fixes everything, 
why don't you just do a patch every three or four days for one issue? Find whatever's causing one bug, fix it. A couple days later, find another bug, fix it. You find a solution, you can do a, a you know a little bit of a a, a change to the to the tweaking of the factions for balance issues. Put it in. So what's preventing them from like the camera issue? Obviously, that's a legitimate issue. What's preventing them from patching that? I, I, it's, I imagine it comes down to coding. And I, games like this get very complex, and it takes a while to find because the problem at launch wasn't there at launch. There were some problems. They fixed those about a week later. The problem is when they put the fix in, it broke a shitload of other stuff. It made it actually made the game worse. In fact, with from what I understand, the patch they put in yesterday that fixed all these issues created some other ones. So take it in chunks, and it works a couple ways. One, it shows the people, the player base, you actually care, and you are paying attention, you're listening. And let's be honest, perception is reality. If yeah. I see a company that's putting out a patch every few days or a week, Blizzard's doing it with Heroes of the Storm. They even came out and said, look, we obviously, we're not doing well by putting out one patch every month to try and fix problems. Because people are upset, and they're playing for a month of a shitty game. We're going to start releasing a patch a week. And it may only tweak a few things, small things, but at least we're getting closer to where we want the game to be. I find it very, very odd that three days after, actually not even three days, two days after such a post was made by myself, a couple other people, all of a sudden they open up the floodgates of information about what the game's playing. And, I, you know, obviously I'm hammering Tindalos and, and Battlefleet Gothic, but for me I'm using it as my example. They are clearly not the only ones that are that are guilty of this. Obviously the, the game that Baron played is guilty of this. And it seems like people accept it now. They expect the game to be like the EA effect. They expect the game to come out half completed. You can, It's broken. Yeah, I get it. That's what I expected. Do everybody remember any bugs in Mario Brothers from Nintendo that made the game unplayable? Well, Nintendo was notorious for people would chastise them, but they would push back release dates all the time. Sure. And when the game came out, it worked. But exactly. That's I'd prefer that. How many patches do you need for your Sega Genesis? You know, was or I moderately disappointed when they're like, we're pushing Zelda back six months? I'm like, fuck. But then when it came out, it was fucking brilliant. And I was like, all right, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I'd prefer it. Star Fox. It. Yeah, yeah, I'd prefer that. Right. I'd rather wait for a game that works than say, you know what? I don't care. Give me it now. I'll play it as it is. And don't get me wrong. There are some people who love early access. They don't mind the bugs and all that. That's fine. I have no issue with that whatsoever. I think That's not my problem. I think it is the patch temptation. Companies think, well, we can launch it. If there's little issues, we can patch it back. Before that was a thing, I mean, it was like you didn't have that option. So if the game wasn't 100% what you wanted, you're fucked. So I think that the ability to patch it out is a little bit of a double-edged sword because companies think that way. Well, yeah, they use it we as can a fix a little bit on the fly. And that way we can still hit our deadlines and that way we're right. not falling behind. And then it's too big of an issue. And it looks good for the board of directors and... For the company saying, hey, we got it out on time. Look at our bottom line. You know line, what? If you want to work great. on something after the fact, since that's the way the world is now, work on your DLC. Because when I read the post about, you know, going forward, this is the, the post-launch, this is our battle plan, it's all about DLC. Oh, yeah. Don't Another try and sell shit. Exactly. Another $30 for, you know, 10% more game. Who and that it? may or not work. Was it Total Biscuit who posted that picture where it's like, here's what you used to get when for a video game and you throw a hamburger and oh, the yes, yeah. I don't yes. know if he, I don't know if he posted it. now you buy the bun yes. and then you got to buy the burger <laughs> and, the and the bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so true, though. It is. It is. And that's basically what DLC is. But you know what? We're the problem. We're the problem. I don't buy DLC. How am I the problem? You may not. <laughs> the vast majority <laughs> of people do. Remember the mess? Well, you have to in online yes, shooters. I remember the mess. I mean, right. all I play is online shooters. You have to fucking buy them because if you don't buy them, you're not getting good matches because everyone who is the best matches are the people who have all the content. Yes. And you can't play that game because you don't have that the map. New map pack, the new map patch. How they build it in. Yeah, right. The only DLC I have ever bought is additional story content. 
like uh, I'm a huge fan of Bloodborne. Absolutely huge fucking fan of that in Dark Souls. Bloodborne released a $20 DLC that's like four whole new areas to explore. New weapons, new everything, and it's it, it built up on the story. I'll pay for that. I ain't buying a fucking skin. I ain't buying a fucking weapon. I ain't buying but you know what, the what ability works to tweak for you, what my guy looks like. And people no. say that's just a matter of opinion. To they me, make $2 that, billion dollars a year off to this To me, shit. that $15 skin for my uh, Arthras uh, character in Heroes of the Storm is better than your two hours of gameplay that you have story. So I got, I got you one better. CSGO sells fucking weapons that don't do a damn thing. I know, they're, they're just sparkly. And I had a yeah, kid yeah. that I work with bought a $500 fucking knife. 500 I, actual I, cash. It's like, I, what yes. the hell are you doing? Yes. Perfect example of what you're talking about, which is total horseshit. So Gears of War 4, I'm a, I'm a big Gears head. Gears of War 4 coming out at the end of the year. Right now, the way they're marketing is it's a $60 for standard edition. Hundred dollars for the ultimate edition. So then, you What's know, you the read difference? the subtext, right? Okay. What am I paying for forty dollars? And it's uh, some skins. Then there's some boosters that like maybe give you a little extra experience if you complete that objective. Then it then it gets into like the meat. What you think you're going to be getting? Like, oh fuck yeah, I'll pay for that. And it says um, exclusive VIP access to content before it's released, right? But no, so but they don't. Okay. They don't. Like, there's put, nothing. But they don't put anything in the there's subtext. No like there. how long were you giving me a day before, a week before? No text there. Then. Uh, unlocking like I think it's ten maps, but then in the subtext and asterisk in the bottom, it's offline uh, private matches only. So they're they're basically selling you a total load of horseshit that you're never going to use for forty dollars, unless you're going to get ten of your friends right. together to play a land party right. at your house. Which and I most guarantee games you, don't support anymore. I right. guarantee you that VIP access is going to be like a day or two before. Like it's going to be like you play it two days before and they launch it. It's not going to be like you play it a month. It's a double edged sword because then you got people in the forums screaming saying, "Well, I, it's not fair. They got all the unlocks and experience because they had forty dollars more than we do and they got to jump on the game." But what care. would what would prevent them from giving me something for forty fucking dollars that's worth forty dollars? They could do that. What is preventing them from doing it? Why do you have because to give me horse shit and peanuts? Because people will pay a hundred <laughs> bucks for it. It's maddening. It's maddening for someone who's been following your franchise. I had to put up with Gears of War Judgment with a fucking abomination. <laughs> and I'm still here. And you and you, instead of saying, like, hey, I'm sorry, here's some but awesome shit. But that's just shit. it. You're still here. Give me You're Why still do here. they have to give you Because, And the reason is, like, just to the point earlier, Gears of War is very, it's very unique in the type of shooter that it is. Here's a, here's the cover-based system, the value of a life, it's very unique. It's not the run-and-done COD, Halo. It's not the same style of right. play. And so people play because it's unique. Better example is... Electronic Arts still a company? Unfortunately. Are they still in business? Unfortunately. Uh, okay. They do $2 billion is Squaresoft a year still around? just in DLC. All they need is, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Squaresoft is now Square Enix. Right, right, right. But they're still in business, right? Unfortunately. Wow. All these companies. Because they have the breadwinners. But that people are. Oh, EA, yeah, is for the EA is routinely voted the one of the worst companies in the in the world one of the obviously the worst video game company in the world hands down but they understand addiction they understand what they understand what their oh, players will buy I'm not blaming them I'm not blaming them at all the booster system I blame Madden, us unbelievable the booster system in Madden makes so much fucking money it's insane sure a- absolutely that's probably their, their best franchise it's and it un- doesn't it, it really think about it it doesn't it change. doesn't change one year the next my point is this we empower them Every year, we're like the, oh, I'm going to trigger. We're the abusive girlfriend that keeps coming back over and over and over again. The Everybody, abused uh, girlfriend. Abu- the right. abusive I'm sorry, abusive girlfriend. <laughs> That's right. They keep Freudian coming back slip, to beat the eh? hell out of us. Now I know why Lulu <laughs> lives here. You said it perfectly in your post, actually. Well, I'm one person. What am I going to do? That's everyone's thinking. Unless right. you're going to get people together and fucking like. But I'm one person. One person's not going to make or break them. We're a little different. 
we have a microphone. We talked to quite a few people. Now, they said, oh, yeah, you and your 13,000 friends. You're right. In the grand scheme of things, that's not a very large uh, podcast and as far as the Internet goes. But you know what? It's a fuckload bigger than the average. Retail and now 13,000 people have now been told, don't buy Battlefleet Gothic Armada from Tindalos and Focus because they will fuck you. The game does not work. It is not worth the money. And they don't care. And if I prevent any one person from buying their game, I prevented them from making their profit line. Retail that stores man. say, on average, one unhappy customer tells seven people. Yes. Good. About their now, I've just told over 10,000, yeah, and I hope they one. tell But more. what you're not factoring in is that those seven people don't matter once it's the avalanche effect. So once the right. snowball is going, so you're talking about Madden, for example. Uh, all the people who hear this could be like, yeah, that's true. It does suck the way they do that. I'm still going to buy it, though. I mean, right. it's Madden. Because there's no other football game out there. Right. To it, they're still going to buy it, even though they agree. So, But before the ball starts rolling, a game before it launches, if that happens, that's a different story. But when these companies already have a, a cult following, it's not going to matter. Yeah, it's too late. And, and that's what kind of goes back to the Warhammer thing for me is you're taking a franchise that already has a built-in fan base. If you took the Warhammer tag off of this game, nobody would have bought it. They made a game, apparently one game called Silent whatever the hell it was. It was essentially the exact same game with, with your next spaceships. Nobody bought it. No one played it. It had nothing but bugs, and eventually they abandoned the game. I don't know how they landed a franchise uh, 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 license from Games Workshop, but they did. You know what's funny, though? You're absolutely right about the fanboys, it, I, and I can speak to this. I will probably, even if Gears of War 4 is shitty, I will probably defend it because there's a certain level of embarrassment, or not embarrassment, you just don't want to admit if you've been waiting for a game for years that it sucks. You don't want to admit it. It's hard to admit that when you wanted that for so long, and there's that those, those fanboys that will defend it tooth and nail even if it's not that great, of a uh, you know what? I never really thought about it that way, it's and like I think a that's, bad actually, marriage. that's a valid point, though. I, I, I mean, I, I was using the the abused girlfriend as a, kind of a catch-all for the reason we keep going back to these companies that continually, you know, crap all over us. But that's a different thing, and it's a valid point where they identify with the game or the franchise for whatever reason they do, and they want so very much for it to succeed. Well, they can't see. I've waited four years, and this game sucks. I've lo- right. It's like I've waited four years for nothing. I've read all the articles. I've followed the development. I, you know, the- see, that's, that's one thing I can't I, – I can't – that's not me, so it's hard for me to, to see right. that. Right. If, if, I am, if I am looking forward to a game and it fucking blows, I'm, I'm raged. I am raging, and I'm telling everybody. Right. Just – you know, talk to me about the new Ghostbusters film already. <laughs> oh. that, that's a half hour. That's a half we hour. We did, rage it was, it was right a forty-five minute right an hour and a half patron show. I did on that. But I think but. you're the anomaly, exactly. and all the people that are listening so to agree. you that are like agreeing but still buying it are the majority. And it's never going to change. This is, a, I mean, and and I know you have been here for this kind of show. I don't know if you have, but I've mentioned it. You know, years ago, five, six, seven years ago, I said the same thing, the exact same thing. Vote your wallets. No one does. None of these companies have gone out of business. None of these people have really been hurt. Now, a company like this, because it is an independent company or the one like Barron's, yeah, they may go under because bad reviews can sink a company that's just running off. But a company like you're mentioning, Hawkeye, with Valve they don't give and a EA, shit. because they've already got the built-in uh, fan base that are going to keep buying it. Right. And you're going to keep buying Gears of War because the first couple you played were fantastic. First three. Or they'll buy up the indie studio that develops the games that people like and then bring them under the fold. Sure. I played Doom, the beta, Ended up being very disappointing. It was like Halo had an ungodly butt love child with <laughs> Call of Duty. It was not Doom. It wasn't Quake. It, it was wasn't a fun either game, but it was not Doom. Not really. I liked it. It just was not Doom. It was the, not Doom. It, it, it wasn't Quake. And those games were pretty much interchangeable. Oh, I miss Quake. 
The only thing, and that's the only reason I give Ed any Ed any kind of, and I know it's Bethesda making it. I give Ed leeway. I tried it out twice, two different weeks. Why? Because I want to recapture the fun I had when the games were good. Yeah, I mean, the only answer is that those people come across another game and that steals them away. That's that's the only way that those people will move on. It's it's not like we lack for first person shooters in this world. But the no, kind but that I like? The kind that you like. I mean, right. That's what it boils down to. I enjoy the way Gears plays. I don't like, I'll play them, but I'm not really that big of a fan of run and gun shooters. I don't see a lot of value in it. Lives go by in two seconds. You know, I like strategy. I like like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, perfect example. Five on five. Us. You're building up your area. Uh, Team Fortress, from what I gather, is similar. There's more strategy uh, to it. Yeah. Well, the pain, I mean, I've never yeah, played yeah. it, but there's more strategies and more value to a life. So if there's not a lot of games like that, you're going to continue to go back to that well because there's nowhere else really that you feel like you can get that fix. Microphone closer because you're starting to fade here. You know what? I, I'm going to throw out an idea, and I think one thing that would help because one thing I've noticed working with kids – the Twitch and YouTube culture in gaming now is huge. Yes. And I honestly believe that if you get enough of the big-time streamers to focus less on the games that have all these issues and focus more on ones that are that are better, you're going to start turning some of the segment away from the games that suck, quote-unquote, to other games that are better developed. Now, how do you do that? Well, if a game company is... First off, what I would do is I would try to identify like Hero and other big Twitch, you know, streamers. Okay, we'll give you like what uh what Total Biscuit always gets. He gets free demos and stuff, free ways because to go ahead and give his critiques. Right. I would do that. I would do more of that if I'm a company that There's is going to offer something. There's thousands of people different. like that out there, though. Exactly. But you don't. You only need a certain segment of them because most of these guys are broadcasting to hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking about Sinvicta off air, who's you know a friend of the show and has been a friend of of everything for a while. He gets between two and three hundred people, yeah, two and two and three hundred people per stream, and he streams what five six days a week, sure. And he's not even considered big time. He's up there, but he's not big time. Big time, I'm like you watch some of the big time streamers; they got ten, ten, twenty thousand people. But you know, watching. Total Biscuits call for for boycotts of certain companies. EA still around. That's my point. That's my point. What you're calling you're talking about is a time. revolution. You exactly. Need everybody exactly. And that's what's got to happen. But it's like herding cats. It is. You would need, I mean, this is like the movie The Warriors. Where everybody's going to Central Park. <laughs> Can you dig it? Because we need everybody there. That's what you're talking about happening, and it's never going to. And now I have to have one Cyrus in the middle leading them all, who then gets assassinated. Can you dig it? Because I have it. Can you dig <laughs> it? Can yeah, you just this part. dig it? Yeah, so I understand where you're going, and that's kind of what I said years ago, which was until you have you know a revolution of people standing up saying, I refuse to buy from this company because of their practices, it's never going to happen. Nothing's ever going to change. We're not going to take it. <laughs> We're not going to protest. We're, We're not, not going to protest. PCU. I was I thinking about that during our earlier conversation. <laughs> PCU is more applicable now than any other time in history. That's oh true, and God. it's such Fucking a good great movie. It's hilarious. You can vastly underrated. Boy if you know how to bullshit. <laughs> How old is that movie? Twenty years old? Something oh, like that. Yeah, I'm just like, that. All right, Spade rules. Was young. Jeremy Piven was still bald, but young. These <laughs> are rules. Classes. Nothing before ten. Uh, beer. It's your best friend. Drink a lot of it. Do you have a car? No. Find somebody in your dorm who does. Make friends with them. Women. You're a freshman. That's pretty much out. Any other questions? All right. <laughs> it's true too. Um, I, I and I, I guess we've attacked all sides of this thing, and and uh, unfortunately. It, 
and I say it's unfortunate because it's kind of hard to to carry an argument when it's so very one sided, and that's why I try to insert what the argument is from from their side being fanboys and and what have you, because that's what seems to be the prevailing thing. People are being at least on on in this microcosm the Battlefield Gothic forums, and I think this happens elsewhere. Is the amount of people that if anybody posts anything negative, they're immediately attacked. It's like they're swarmed, and and I wonder, and I never really thought about it. I wonder if it's some kind of weird Stockholm thing. Stockholm Syndrome, that, that kind of hawk I mentioned where people are so wrapped up with you know, being fans of the franchise that they have to defend it to the death because they don't dare admit what we've been following and backing and supporting blows chunks. And that we feel fools for having wasted our time and effort into wanting this to succeed. It's like people will go see a movie three or four times for the sole reason they want it to succeed to make a boatload of money. Not because they necessarily enjoy it. Because they want, I mean, look at the, uh, when... Uh, yeah. I liked Force Awakens. It was all right. It wasn't it was great, a complete but it was good. It was a new hope. Yeah, it was, and it did it well. I think it, down. It, to... I think it was what it needed to be. I liked it as Ex- well. Exactly. I no, no, it was, I didn't. It was they good, could have not made great. something. Well, but you're uh, not a Star Wars. They set up a ton of potential. If you look at That's the first right. series, I can't the first wait series, for Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, back was better than A New Hope. Oh, so it was the best. I think they they set it up the same right. way. Right. So and, we and I, have. Go no, ahead. Now we're going to get into our Star Wars. Oh, and we are. <laughs> and, and I, I love think, And I think lose. a lot of what they were doing, I think a lot of what their intention was for, for, for Force Awakens was to assure fanboys that we hear you, we, we're going to make Star Wars what Star Wars is supposed to be about. So they gave we them they removed yes. the exact same movie? No. No. They gave them... The exact okay. same movie. Most Star Wars movies are basically the exact same yeah. movie. Harry Potter movies, I'm sorry, fan people out there, it's basically the same movie ad nauseum, the same book. We're not removed 30 same, years later going back. It doesn't back. matter. It wouldn't just, it doesn't Star Wars matter. is if supposed to be a space well. opera. Exactly. And that's fine. And it did and it you know well. what? That's Star Trek's what a space opera. J.J. Abrams also rebooted Star Trek beforehand. Would you say that Star Trek is the same as the one back in the 60s that oh, God, it's coming no. off of? But no. it was still enjoyable. Oh, but no, it that's right. Same. It wasn't the same, and it's enjoyable. They actually borrowed the same um, uh, the same storyline for part two with Khan, and yet it was so much different than the original. Yeah. That so one didn't why work. is it that he can take a story franchise, which in my which in my opinion was actually bigger and, and much more you know larger in, in canon than Star Wars is? Why is Star it that he Wars has the ability and uh, go your, your ego because he had to blow recreate here. it? You're going to take a blow here. <laughs> Star Wars is bigger than Star Trek. In the movies, my point is this: He <laughs> took J.J. Abrams took the two. He also the most was not popular a Star franchise. Wars fan, or he wasn't he wasn't a Star Trek fan. I don't care. J.J. Abrams even came out and said, no, but he's been a huge Star Wars geek. He he's wanted to make a... Star Wars movie forever right. since he was a kid. So, so what he, he had to do? He, he, he did what he had to do. He did what he had to do because of what happened in no, because of what George Lucas did in the prequels. The first three, okay. because of what he did, and all of those. Have we forgotten how bad the Star Trek movies were? The last three, he did what he had. To do to reboot that franchise, and I think he did an admirable and job. And that's fine. I agree. My I point agree. is this: he rebooted both franchises, both coming off three disappointing movies that killed their franchises. So why is it that he was able to build something original, different, unique, and creative, and he two didn't. different movies? Star, for Trek, Star Trek. Star Trek: The Reboot was a Star Wars movie, based on all the action shit that was going on. Star Trek has always the storylines were different. Star the characters Trek was always had a- known for deeper plots. Less I understand action. that Star Wars is balls to the walls action. Or at least Regardless, you had two movies that borrowed from a source material that were unique, creative, and different. Star Wars, he did the same thing, except he didn't reboot anything. There was nothing creative or different or original. Mm-hmm. It was all a re. He just took 
what was already a movie. And granted, you got to reboot but from what you can't, for, or I don't feel from like you can say that. Movies. I don't yes, think you I, are allowed to say that before you see I'm what happens. Because, uh, well, all right, you're allowed to say whatever you want. But I'm saying... <laughs> I don't think that you can, with any factual evidence, say that because you haven't seen what's going to happen yet. Yeah. Until until the next two flesh out, Hmm. if you if these the based on the way these two movies flesh out, it could totally change what that first movie was. Until you see some answers, and there are there are some things that they did that were different that I did enjoy. I like the idea that Kylo Ren is kind of like the antithesis of Darth Vader. Instead, he feels that having thoughts of being part of the light side of the Force. Is a bad thing. bad thing. He's trying to fight it. Whereas Vader was the exact opposite. He wiped He's out a bunch whiny. of kids. He wants to live in the fact that he wants to live in his grandfather's shadow and be this this awesome badass Sith Lord. But he's a whiny and little bastard. He's a whiny little, was a whiny emo little kid. shit. Exactly. Who became Darth Vader? Exactly. Kylo Ren's but, a whiny little shit. But they're doing Kyle it Ren. in a way that's not also fucking irritating. They're yeah, doing it. It's I, I like where they're going with. They it. also had a shot. really big moment in that movie that they didn't have in New Hope, like that, like Solo. That that scene. <gasps> oh my yes. god! That's that something that scene. New Hope didn't have, right? Because no, no, he never no, no, cut no. down Mace Windu and fought Yoda. You're right. That what never happened. Mace Windu fought. Yeah, you're talking about the prequels. New Hope. You're talking about I'm talking about Anakin Skywalker and Kylo Ren. All right, that's one you were complaining. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying that in this new movie, Force Awakens, they had a moment that New Hope didn't have. They had a gut punch moment that New Hope never had. You're well, right. Well, no. Kenobi being punch killed in front of Luke was not a gut punch moment. So Bill right. Kenobi? It wasn't because yes, it was. he doesn't have that many movies of in there of, of being an established character. By the time when the original yeah, trilogy was, came out, Ben Kenobi was only in the one movie. Yeah, you right. had you no backstory. You didn't know. Opinion, was he was just well, some little, little desert dweller. You weren't sure of exactly of Han Solo. Any kind of backstory. You've had three movies already. You were invested. Plus all the books and. So you're telling me that nobody was invested with the original portrayal of Ben Kenobi in the movie, the father figure and teacher of Luke Skywalker, at being not at the time. At the time, no. No. Wow. No. Okay. It just he was barely in tell, the movie. And you're telling How can me you compare Empire those two? Strikes Back. And you're telling me that killing Han Solo spoiler Empire wasn't Strikes Back. I said the same for the record, thing? I said the solo scene. I didn't actually say he died. Too for late. The Everyone's already seen the movie. Empire Strikes Back was the only movie of the original three that had a somewhat similar moment, and that was when Darth Vader revealed spoiler that he's yeah. Luke's father. Yeah, that, that exactly. is the only that moment and that is that my is favorite by far. Relational to what Kylo Ren. And did with Han Solo. So you basically Assuming just you didn't have the to point going that, into it. Okay, so you just again you prove my point where he's just taking How from the other original movies movie, to put in this one. But this was because there's nothing first, new in original different. Movie. There's nothing new because in original you knew, anywhere. Anymore. You already knew that he was the father anyway. That's not what the betrayal was. The betrayal was his father was trying to bring him back to the light. He knew who his father was, and he fucking killed him. Stop that. Killed him in front of everybody. Very annoying. That is much different than Luke. I am your father. Join me. This wasn't join me. This is I'm fucking killing you because. I, I want to become more evil. Like that's it, it is a different moment. It's completely different moment. I think it's it's I th- personally I think it's asinine to be like it's the same movie when you're looking at a trilogy. You're looking at New Hope, Empire Jedi. You're looking at those three. You have the full body there. Right now you have this one movie. So to say that it's kind the exact same movie without anything else coming after it, it's ridiculous. It's too okay. big of a jump. Really going to pull honest trailers up is your argument. You know what? Oh, as funny as it is, my God, they show it by scene, by quote, across the board. It's funny as it is. So you can type in www.imright.com. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> this is some other fanboy who has the same uh, 
opinion as you. That doesn't make you right. Oh no, I don't it know. Just makes you able they, to search a YouTube video. They are actually fans if, if they of the movie. If they can't I hear not. this. What's the point of watching it now? Uh, it's actually I'm pulling it up because we're going to watch this as the show's over, and you're going to defend for me after they show two thirds of the movie being exactly like the new. Hope. But, I but mean, the thing is, shot that, for shot remake. But the thing is, we we, we are arguing. At least I wasn't arguing that there's not a ton of similarities. I'm not, yeah, I'm not arguing that either. We're not that saying either. that at all. You, you can show that the whole time, saying that's exactly. No, the I said that I thought they added some cool new moments and they set it up for some really good shit for the next two movies, and then we'll see what happens when the trilogy is complete. I've also had I'm got, not saying that there's not going to be. A I've ton also of not shit. heard a. a a good reply to mine, which is why Abrams was able to do it for Star Trek, but not for Star Wars. You're talking about two different franchises. That's right, I am. Two of the storied franchises. He's able to reboot. You're comparing apples and oranges. No, I'm not. Yeah, so I'm not going to entertain you that. Okay, 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 wait Those a two have been compared against each other for 40 years. My apple doesn't look like your orange. I admit it. <laughs> I'm not going to argue it. Why would I argue that? You just I'm glad said you that they're two different ones. And then no, they're the hypocrisy. I've been saying it for the whole. I've been saying it for the last 45 minutes. Is that they're the two science fiction? You can't have one without the other. And they've been compared against each other for how many years? Forty years? And don't say I, I'm just making it up. Everybody here knows it. The Star Trek for Star Wars fanboy thing's been going on for decades. You have Maybe the on same the outside guy who is given control of one, and he doesn't get the Star Wars job if he wasn't successful doing Star Trek, and he said it himself, which but is essentially he, with Star Wars. But you're ignoring his point. You're going right past his point, which was, yes, if you're just an average fanboy, or you're like not an average fanboy, you're just an average person, and you think Star Wars, Star Trek, you're like, yeah, those are kind of the same. If you actually know the movies, they're not the fucking same. One of them, Star Trek, like he said, is not really an action movie. No. It's way it's more in the story. And plot the character. The Star Wars speaking. is more... They're it's two, taking it, the source it material is, and doing and something different he with it. He did two agreed? different things when he rebooted two different franchises. Okay, so wait a minute. He took Star Trek, he took the source purely, did something different with it, correct? Uh, yes. Is the Star Trek movie the same as hey. the series? Different, yes or no? Yes Could or no. you let us answer? I'm asking, yes or no? Yeah, and then you're talking yes over or us no. when we answer. Yes or no? It's Get a one-word answer. Uh, yes or no? Get him, Lulu. Okay, so the problem is, yes is that or no. shut your fucking mouth. You can have your point, just answer yes or no, and then go on with your point. Are no, you triggered I'm not going okay, so If you, if you create you the question, because what Got you're it. doing is you're, it's wow. classic arguing. You're creating you, your question that you think I, makes yeah, you right. right. Because you're and then making the only answer one to start that's right. That's Bush the, League. You are. I, I know I'm right. I don't need you to tell me All right, so before we start this conversation, I'm right and you're wrong, right? you're always right. Well, that's what you've been saying for the last 45 minutes. Okay. All right, right, fans, if you're triggered, send your hate mail to. (laughs) (laughs) The question was, is Star Trek the reboot movie different, like Baron said a while ago, is it different than the Star Trek we all grew up watching? Of course it is. Thank you. Is the Star Wars movie that just came out, The Force Awakens, different than the original trilogy, and especially New Hope? How can you say trilogy... If it's one movie, because they borrowed parts. So you want to compare the whole trilogy okay, so you to compare. one movie? I said a new hope. I mean, it's not the same thing. It's fucking okay. apples and oranges. All right. Three All movies right. to I one. Okay. You're, right. Why don't you? If you can't ask questions like you that, said a new hope, and then you also completed. said they took things out of Return of the Jedi. Yes, and put them there. they went back to their roots. That's what they needed to <sighs> and do. That's exactly. what they needed to do. That was the whole point: is to, to rip the roots out of the ground and took them with them and put nothing in. Okay, but you don't care about Star Wars, so why are you hammering it? What's the? I don't care about a lot of shit. I still talk about it. Yes, but that's the whole point. But of it. why are you? Standing I don't care about the NBA. I'm still watching the Cavaliers okay, game. But why is it so important that you're right? Because it's a radio show, and this is what we talk about. 
So this is where be we very need to cut boring to a if, commercial about the importance of safe spaces and what, how we each have our own safe space. Oh, well, we're talking about shit that isn't relevant. The whole show is irrelevant. In the last two hours, we haven't talked about one thing that's going to make anybody's life any better. You realize you just gave yourself a clip here about talking about how your show is irrelevant. No, no. Everybody knows. <laughs> damn right. I will cut it up and I'll play it. There's not My a podcast, show is irrelevant. There is not a podcast show in the world right now that will make your life better for having listened to it. It isn't. Mine it's is. entertainment. No, it's, shut up. It's entertainment. <laughs> that's all it is. Really? That's why we're talking about it. So, And so, you're telling me these arguments haven't happened in bars and pubs and people's no, houses? This is the difference. I, I enjoy this shit. I live for these type of conversations. What I'm telling you is what's happening right now is it's not a it's not fact versus fact. This is just two different opinions. What we're telling what you're saying is they went back and ripped off a new hope. Okay. I'm not disagreeing that there's not a ton of similarities between the two movies. What I'm arguing is that he did what needed to be done. What he did, what what fucking what so what George would, Lucas okay. did to the first three movies, the prequels, he fucking just basically Threw his dick in the face of all of the fans <laughs> of that series and just laughed about it. And when they and asked him, all you know, that when they asked him what his favorite character was, he said Jar Jar Binks. He's a dickhead. He didn't sure. care about what he did. So J.J. Abrams said, Nobody's "I got your back." True fans of Star Wars, I'm going to reboot the series that you want, and that's what he fucking did. That's and now he's he getting chastised for that. Is there no way to win then? I mean, what, what, if he would have done any, I'm telling you right now, if he would have done anything different than that, he would have got his ass handed to him. Oh, that's not Star Wars. Oh, this fucking bullshit. He did what, what people he, wanted. Think, well, and they paid for it. For and what? it got you're reviewed well. It's got a 95% approval rate. He gave people what they prove. wanted. You're making a comment that you'll never be able to prove. And so are you. No, I'm not. I'm, they, he I gave the fans two what they wanted. Just things. because you pull up a YouTube making, video doesn't well, make you right. And just because Star Trek, quote unquote, when did things different? Trust me, the remakes or the reboots or whatever you want to call them do have their detractors. There are, they do have a lot sure, of people are, that are not fr- happy. And I remember sitting through Into Darkness, and there were four or five fans there that were dressed up in Star Trek gear when you found out that, spoiler alert, that Captain Kirk was the one who died instead of Spock at the end of the con movie. They're sitting there going... They're throwing their hands up in the air, and they're making the, okay. they're making the trigger four people face. versus It's fucking hilarious. Uh, my point is, it was still different, wasn't it? A lot different. It doesn't matter. And, and look at the trailer for the next movie. It's, it looks like just a hardcore is action movie. Of what they were going for, which is that's fine, right? Which, which is, is fine. But I, how are you why? to say because what the, the fans last actually three want? Star Trek fan, Star Trek films failed miserably, so bad that they haven't made one since what 1998, 97. That's how bad okay. they did it. They destroyed it. Fine for twenty some years. If we're measuring it by success. How much money did this new Star Wars movie make? It what is its fail. rated? How much it's ninety five percent approval rating? How much rating? money did it have behind the advertisement? Just a fuck load more than any company or thing that I've ever heard so of. So if you're one of five percent of people complaining about it, why the fuck do they care? You th- <laughs> those are for one. Those are critics because for two. Everybody I, I got news for you, Sunshine. It's a fuck lot more than five percent. Everybody else loved it. That that's no, that's not everybody else point. loved it. You're talking about a bunch of critics who said, "Come out," and said, "Look," and a lot of me was saying, "You couldn't do any worse." And they user reviews. But so what? The, they said the exact same thing. You couldn't so do any worse. You literally could you not do any worse. Do worse. The, the critics don't fans. matter. The users By don't matter. The money doesn't matter. It was so in the ground. Emp it doesn't was like dead. it, so it's shit. That's exactly right. <laughs> and I'm going to cut right. that quote, too, and play. You're absolutely right. Thank you. That's what we've been trying to get to for the last hour. I appreciate it, Hawkeye. Thank you. Yeah, he'll cut out the whole intro to that and just do that's the, right. that yeah. one part. He'll be like, Emp's right. And I'll just like, thank you very much. And that's exactly how this will go. And then you need to follow it up with, but this show is irrelevant. The real conversation <laughs> needs to be what what are we going to make of this movie in December? Because I think this is going to be just fluff bullshit. Uh, that's that's getting torn apart, oh, yeah. too, but for different reasons. Yeah, and it's I, just going to be fluff bullshit. I, I and then you get the Han Solo uh, prequel movie coming out the year after that oh, once Part Rob- 8 comes out. 
oh, okay, so we're not going to, you know, carry the, the banner is, for those movies. The goal is to no, release a new Star Wars movie every year. I don't care about year. Rogue I, One. I, 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 I feel no I'm trying to make money, but I don't give a shit about them. No, the people that are pissed off about it is because it's Rogue One, I guess. Where's Wedge Antilles? And it was his squadron. Now it's just some chick running around as a spy of some kind. It yeah, has nothing to do with the, Rogue One. I think it's about her stealing the plans for the Death Star. Uh, right. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with Rogue One. But it has Rogue nothing One. to do with Rogue One. Or the Rogue One books or the Rogue video games. They shit on all of that. Eh, it didn't happen. Believe it or not. It's Disney. Believe it or not, the, the most rabid hardcore fans, like the nerdiest of nerds, that oh. are for the animated series. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not. Never seen as it. As far as story is concerned, it's supposedly insane. But I've never watched it. I've never watched it either. I read some. I've of the watched books some, and but I didn't. That I'm into women, so I don't have time. That's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. All right. You know what? We've killed a good two hours, and uh, there is another topic I wanted to get to, but I didn't realize how close to ten o'clock we were already. Wow, really? Yeah. Seems like we've actually talked a lot some more in good two conversation hours. Conversation tonight. You get that argument you wanted. <laughs> well, I got two arguments. Everyone yeah, got I, a, everyone got their nut off tonight. Yes. <laughs> Um, which makes for great radio, and that's what's entertaining, and that's kind of my point, and that's what we've been kind of missing is because most of us are pretty much in lockstep on most topics. Um, the issue, I did have a couple other ones I wanted to get to. The problem is, you know, it, uh, what time did we start? We didn't start at 8 o'clock, did we? I thought we started at like 7.30. And we had a, a six-minute break. Yeah, okay. 7.30. All right. Um, I, I don't even want to take a second break. I mean, I, we're getting pretty close to 10 o'clock, and I know we all got to work in the morning. It's a school night. Yep. Yeah, I would say probably wrap it up. So we'll continue this on Sunday, apparently. Well, three of us will anyways, because you've got your own show going on, right? Yep. It ends at 7? Uh, my show goes from 5 to 7 and airs on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash rivalcastmedia. And it's Ghost of the Podcast. Come and get scared and, and laugh about stupid things with us. We're ripping and the Ghostbusters movie. Everybody is. Everybody. And if you don't want to wait till Sunday to see me, I also do my Let's Play series, Baron Busts, every Thursday and Friday. The same Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash Rivalcast Media. On Thursday, it's 10 p.m. and goes to midnight. And then Friday night, we start at 11 p.m. and we go all night. There you go. All night, motherfucker. Baron Busts sounds like it should be on Pornhub. <laughs> we played some games that arguably could be. What is What is Party Hard? Oh my god, that game is so awesome! No, no, no. somebody oh. mentioned it to me. A grind, I think it was mentioned. Oh, I to love me. that fucking game. And I don't know what I'm like. All oh, right, they're playing Party Hard right. once. Party like, Hard is that a game, or he's throwing a rave in his basement. Party Hard <laughs> is a uh, it's an indie game, and basically you play different serial killers that you get interrupted during your sleep by a house party going on next door, and the goal is your character goes into the party and you have to murder everybody without getting caught by the cops, without getting killed, or without getting with pretty much without getting arrested. And you just and every single level that you go through, that, I mean, the story's shit, but the story's just threadbare to, to put tie everything together. And you go through the story just trying to massacre everybody. And then now what they've done is they released a uh, they put they patched the game, so now you can make all your own levels. So we're playing all the the custom made, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, so it's it's got game. an editor in it. Yes, it is so cool. My favorite's the uh, the chick because she kills and she does it in stilettos and looks good. Followed by the chainsaw dude who also wears a hockey mask. Did we win, dude? The Cavs have 101 points in two minutes left in the third quarter. 101 to 64. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy wow. shit. Blowing the barn Apparently, we're not Atlanta. just beating them now. Wow. We're beating them for next season, too. No, I mean, <laughs> it, the series is ending tonight. They're not even going to have the motivation to step back on the court. Well, you know what? Holy it's just shit. where both teams right now are just barreling down the playoffs headed for a collision course. Well, I've said this once, and I'll say it before. When Kyrie is shooting well, typically – well, especially when Jr. shooting well, but if Kyrie is playing well, we're going to win. I mean, that's what it's that's been the story, and that was the story at the end of last year. 
LeBron, the thing about LeBron is he outside shot is not there anymore. No, nope. and, and and he can do a lot of things, still amazing, but he can't shoot the outside shot. So when Kyrie's on, it just flows to the rest of the team. Jr. is on, Kevin Love is on, and they're. I think when they do that, they can and might beat the Warriors if they if that continues. Especially if Curry is not one hundred percent. And I see all these these. these Warrior fans, well, they should put a, uh, an asterisk next to it. The Warriors lose. Like, where were you assholes last year? We were playing without Vergeau, without Love, without Irving, with a wounded you know, J.R. Smith, a wounded LeBron James, and, and we Cleveland. still took you all the way. And, and this is what you need to see. LeBron James, 27, J.R., 23, Kyrie, 19. When that happens, Love's not even the they top can't three. be stopped. No, Love Love is has a double-double, though, 11 points and 13 rebounds. And when that's is, happening, we don't need him to be on tonight. Yeah. Kevin Love, we need him to get boards. That's what he needs. If he continues to do that, we have enough shooters. Kyrie's an amazing shooter when he's on. JR's an amazing shooter. We have shooters. We need that boards, and that's what Love gives. Because it's a buzzer, and they play that in basketball games. Alrighty. That's the best I can do. I hate basketball. I care about, you know, the playoffs. Cause actually, I don't give a shit for the finals. I mean, let's be honest. You don't pay attention to the NBA season until you get to the playoffs anyways. I enjoy. It. I've become more of a fan of basketball the past couple of years. I, I follow baseball. That's my thing. I'll stick with it. Yeah, I'm a hardcore football nut. Yeah, I'm a hardcore football nut. You know what? Here we got to that. What you guys? The, draft. Draft. the Browns won the draft. Well, they were up there, Re- top three. Really? Okay. Yeah, what do you think? Oh God! Because I, 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 I don't know about that at all. I, I, I really don't. Down. If they're not well, for the Browns, I don't know. It, it's hard to, to do this real quick, but I think for what the Browns wanted to do with the draft, I think they they did win with what they wanted. I don't know how well it's going to pay off on the field. So I'm cautiously optimistic. 14 picks, I think, in total. We had 12 picks last year. They, we they, had 12 picks the year before. Everyone, uh, I gave them a lot of credit. Two trade downs, and they took a wide receiver number one. And not only did they take a wide receiver, they took the right one. A they lot of people a were chanting Treadwell. My height. A lot of people, I'll tell you why it was the right choice. A lot of people were chanting Treadwell for what they're going to do right now with RG3. They need someone who can catch it off the screen and make something happen like an Antonio Brown, like a Percy Harvin. And that is who Coleman is. Don't forget, Baylor has been a competitor the past few years, and Coleman has been a huge reason for that. He is so fucking explosive. He runs quick, sharp routes. He was the right pick, especially where they got him. The the other reaches, I think they drafted a lot more for culture and character. Because I yeah. think they want to That's use that to remodel. That's why. That's I, no. I think they want to do it to change what their what their culture is in the locker room. I think that's why they chose a lot of these guys. And, and, and if they're right, though, okay. and they perform on the field, they're. I think they have a lot of potential. But we'll see. I think we got our solid players with few playmakers. And right now, that's fine because we just clean house again. We've got nothing in the cupboard for offense. Oh, I think they. I think they're punting on the year. Look, look at the, and, right, and I understand because they're already getting picks next year. And again, it's analytics, and that's Pedestra left and right. Because he's, he's putting more value on picks for 2017, 2018 than most people do because they want picks today, not next year. Look at the top teams right now that are competing. I use Pittsburgh, obviously, because, I, because of my fandom. But look at the top teams. They are running a lot of quick out receiver screens. That's what's successful right now. It's working really well in offenses. It's and, and Treadwell, yeah, can't, it is, Treadwell can't do that. And that's who RG3 is, though. If RG3 is going to have any success at all in Cleveland. It's not going to be vertical pass. No, he needs a short pass game. He's got to get the ball out of his hands. Which means possible. you also need a running game to supplement that, which we don't right. have. Right. And a line that's protective, which we Fair enough, have. but the argument was you don't draft a running back now because by the time he he's ramps part. up, he's going to take too much abuse. Right. Yeah, and I understand. He's yeah, yeah. up the guys you already have that aren't that good, and you already know you're going to lose. So not really it was a great pick by Dallas. Dallas taking Zeke was a great pick. They're ready for him. And he's going to be successful. And Romo needs the help. Fucking Dallas. They're going to have they're a big, they're gonna have like a big three again now, though. I mean, they're going to be scary on offense. They always would. Still hate Dallas, though. Yeah, I always hated Dallas, but 
I like fantasy, so <clears throat> I'll be hoping yeah. to grab Zeke in the first round. Late All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, real quick. Uh, thank you to everybody, uh, by the way, who will pick the show up late uh, on podcast. My apologies for not doing it uh, live last Sunday. We will be live, what, five days from now, this coming Sunday. Um, I want to thank Scrub Hubby, who is our social media director, running all that. My thanks to Jay Cool for providing all the music uh, from his music label. Uh, my uh, thanks to him. Usually Clues, our uh, show contributor, and sending in articles. Obviously, we did an article free tonight. It was mainly discussion based on topics we'd already predetermined. Uh, I want to thank uh, Gnome Wise, obviously, and Alpha Geek Radio for going and hosting us. If you have an interest in doing this, you think you can do what I do, you can't, but if you think you want to give it a shot, give them a call. Video, audio, doesn't matter. You can put yourself out on 16 different, well, I actually think it's like 18 now. But at least I know for sure 16 different programs. Get your word out there. Get your name out there. Hit them up. 15 bucks a month. Pretty easy to pay. Uh, I would like to thank also our Octail will have a You've Been Told for this coming Sunday. Uh, we didn't have one for this last week. We've been busy, obviously. I want to thank you to the listener for tuning in. Folks, that's not for you. We would not be doing this. Uh, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter and Facebook, Emperor's Court for both. Don't forget to hit us up on Patreon. Patrons, I will be recording for something for you, I believe, tomorrow. But if you are interested, even a dollar gets you through the door. The more you uh, will donate, obviously the more content you have available. I have all my commercials up there, all that you've been told. I have three or four different you know, couple-hour shows, uh, my Ultima Lion battle stories, some stuff about you know the early days of Planet Pillar Guard, my points on politics, you name it. All of it's up there for you to go ahead and download. So please, give us your hard-earned money. You're just going to blow it on weed and stupid things anyways. Uh, go ahead, one more time, pimp out your stuff over there. All right, again, if you want to find me, uh, you can find me at RivalCastMedia.com. You can also find me on iTunes and Stitcher. The show name is Ghost in the Podcast. Again, it's a horror-themed show, uh, and I also do Let's Plays every Thursday at 10 p.m. and every Friday at 11 p.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we play all night long on Friday. It's always a good time. But I'm also one of many streamers and many podcasters on RivalCast Media. Definitely check us all out. we got content all over the board. Uh, you're going to like what you see, so RivalCastMedia.com. Don't forget also, um, actually, as of last week, we're now on Google Play, and our iTunes has now been restored. Well, I did not realize, and I, I just assumed it was being updated from when it was on the old Rivalcast Network. Apparently, they shut it down. Uh, it has been, at least a new one has been recreated, so all the shows are now available uh, on the iTunes. Sorry, but this has got to be a first. Still in the third quarter. The it's entire, in the third? The entire Cavs benches on the court, none of their starters. In the, it was still an in the 8 o'clock quarter. game. It was 11 or 3 hours. I thought it was over when you said it was 101 to 64. Oh, I'm sorry, it's 2 hours. I, it's 10 o'clock. I'm As sorry. As we the fourth quarter, but they, their score is probably not going to inflate much given that their entire bench, the yellow is their bench, all on the board. None of their starters. <laughs> Delvadova's just That's humiliating. dunking. Yeah. Why not? Give Fry, the show Delvadova, Shumpert, Jefferson, Mazgov, that's rough. I would. I'd clear the bench. Uh, Let I mean, everybody have a break. It's the right play. Yeah. Fucking humiliating for Atlanta. <laughs> Good. That's what they get. And Horford's bitch, man. I follow her. God, what a... Who Talk is, about somebody who gravy trains you know, the success of her brother. You are a nothing. And you're the one out there screaming at people and, and calling people racist. It, it happens all the fucking Del time. Del he's out there ruining his career. I kind of wish we had a guy on the team named Sherman. Sherman's March. Look at, uh, uh-huh. look at fucking uh, Dwayne Wade's wife. I mean, it, it's all... Yes. It happens all the time. Steph Curry's Gabriel wife Union. is saying, well, I can't stand yeah, grab it. I mean, it's just a common thing now. Brady, uh, 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 or players' moms. They'll Tom Brady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Giselle. Janelle's they'll bitch about bitch. the refer- the refing and shit. And it's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Not because you're a woman, because you don't follow sport and you're just posting random shut up. shit. I understand you're trying to protect your husband or boyfriend, whatever. Fine. But shut up. 
All right, folks. Uh, anything else you got to promote? Anybody going anywhere? Doing anything? Da, 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 nothing? All right. Uh, bad manners, but other no manners as well. Breast wishes. Star Wars for the win. And if anybody asks you if you're a god, say yes. So long. <laughs>